0: Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects, from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you have seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. And uh, for this episode, Ruthie is unavailable for recording right now, so mm-hmm. uh, she'll be back next week episode, mm-hmm. presumably. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, uh, first off, happy birthday to the World Wide Web! You know Hello. that? Today, as a, today as this recording, March twelfth, mm-hmm. is a 30-year anniversary. Is Al
1: Gore's Al Gore's birthday?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is the anniversary is the 30-year univ- anniversary of the World Wide Web. Oh, nice. You know, and then of course people are going like, is there a difference between the internet and the web? web? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's ask a product of the World Wide Web, and that is Google. What's the difference between the internet and the web?
1: According to Geeks for Geeks, The internet is a global network of networks, while the web, also referred formally as World Wide Web, is collection of information which is accessed via the internet. Okay. So one thing is the storage of information. The other one is the information traveling from site to site? Is that what it was? No,
0: what it is, the internet is the the sending of the data back and forth. Uh, The World Wide Web is essentially HTML. Which is? Uh, Hypertext Media Language. Okay. The World Wide Web, www. Essentially, it's a visual form of the internet. Oh, okay. Now, the internet before was just a bunch of, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, DOS
1: prompts, I guess. (laughs) And where did Neo enter and uh, break out of? (laughs) The internet. Okay. okay, Because
0: there was no web interface, right? Okay. If I remember remember (laughs) to make it correctly, there was no web interface. Mm -hmm. It was all just pretty much like, like dot dot matrix stuff, you know.
1: I'm sorry, what year what anniversary is this? 25th? 30th. 30th. Oh my
0: god.
1: 1989
0: is when the World the World Wide Web was born. It spawned AOL. You know, it spawned like Prodigy. I used to I used to do Prodigy actually before mm-hmm. I went to AOL. Um it's formed it's formed Wikipedia, you know.
1: 30 wait, are you sure 30, 30 years was, was you saying thirty is this thirty years anniversary? So I was twelve?
0: Sure. Wait,
1: give give me the year and give me the the the. the, 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 the th- give me the year again. Yeah. Nineteen
0: eighty nine.
1: Nineteen eighty nine wasn't
0: was that thirty years ago?
1: Yeah. is, it been, is, that, 20, <laughs> is that twenty years ago? Thirty years ago. Eighty Oh, 89. eighty nine, I'm sorry. I dyslexia. I keep hearing ninety nine. Oh 90, I'm sorry. my <laughs> okay. dyslexia is bad. Okay, okay. Oh well. all right. Yeah. Um without- we'll edit this out, don't worry. We'll, we'll fix this in post. We will? we will? Yeah. We'll fix it before it hits the internet. Uh, the most important thing uh, is uh, when did the first porn site uh, launch? Stuff like that. <laughs> the that's first... the real, that's the real answer right there.
0: You want me to ask that? We'll, we'll, Google, we'll Google even answer that. Yeah. Um, when was the porn website first launched? I can do a search for that. Oh, you, you don't want to say how loud Google? <laughs> are you embarrassed? Are you, no, are you? Don't do
1: a search, Shy. Man. Don't get don't get a virus <laughs> on your phone, man. No, no, no. Stop. Are, you, are you shy, uh, Google? <laughs> I'm just no. Stop. It's not worth it, Albert. It's okay. I don't need. I don't need to know. But I, I. It doesn't matter where it started. The, the point the thing is it's here. It Exists. That's all. That's all that matters.
0: Anyways, uh, happy birthday, World Wide Web. There you go. On this 226 episode of the show, we are gonna be. Uh, we're gonna. Talk nostalgic with the 1990s because Mm -hmm. of a certain movie that came out recently. Mm -hmm. We're also going to talk about that certain movie that came out recently and uh, all the all the controversy
1: and crap that surrounded it. Are we hiding the fact that we're talking about Captain Marvel? I don't think we going to tease
0: that. And for supporters, please, we are going to be talking about Captain Marvel.
1: All right, here we go. So
0: it's a very Captain Marvel heavy episode here, because without the web, there wouldn't be. No, that doesn't doesn't make sense either. Uh,
1: (laughs) Son of a bitch! Come on, let's get to the show. All right, play the theme music.
0: All right, let's talk about the 90s. That's when we were teenagers and mm-hmm. high school and um, in college. Yes,
1: I consider myself a late 80s, 90s kid. Mostly a 90s kid.
0: Yeah, I would say a late 80s, 90s kid. Yeah, but I was I, oh, 13. I entering. went through middle school, high school, and college mm-hmm. in the 90s. Yeah,
1: I entered... Uh, oh, yeah, you're exactly right. I was 13 when I entered the 90s. and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. so Captain Marvel recently came out, and there was a bunch of 90s references. Uh, I can nitpick and say some of the references are completely off. Like some, some of the... Some of the references came out either like after '95 or or slightly before '95, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But my point is is that um, let's talk about the '90s. Yeah, you know, without we're not spoiling it too much. We are going to talk about uh, what the, the what the movie re- referenced. Mm-hmm. Like the most obvious one is Blockbuster Video. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that was kind of like a joke in a sense because most people will go to Blockbuster Video with the notion of renting something. Yeah. And the joke is that you leave without anything because mm-hmm. you can't, you couldn't decide.
1: Never could decide. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it wasn't the same thing with you too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean we should, we usually took something, but there was a, a, a literally a blockbuster like two blocks from from our house. R. I. P. Blockbuster and stuff like that. I remember it very fondly and stuff like that. I remember going there, you know every Tuesday or every Friday yeah it was a few blocks from our house yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was every Tuesday or every Friday that new movies got released and stuff like that
0: I believe it was
1: Tuesdays yeah some Tuesdays Is
0: it a comic book day
1: though no, Wednesdays always comic book day. is comic book day. For some reason, I remember Tuesday being new release releases for movies and stuff. But anyway, no, that was CD day. Oh, CD day. Oh, okay. So it's Friday then. I think Friday was movies. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I yeah, I remember I remember it fondly and stuff. I remember i hoping every time I go to whatever movie I want, I hope hopefully it w- it, w- it was there and stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I remember the switch from uh, VHS to, to DVD and all that stuff. So good times.
0: One of the other ones that um, the nineties kind of kind of brought upon what was the, the Captain Marvel movie mentioned is True Lies, the movie with Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger and mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, that is actually a remake of a French movie, right? I believe it is, yes. Ah, so James yeah. Cameron still doesn't really have that mm-hmm. much originality. And it's but- one of those movies where you look
1: back, you if you look at it recently, it's kind of sexist and stuff like that. The, the fact that they made Jamie Lee Curtis do like a strip tease and stuff like that, it's kind of sexist and stuff Maybe like that. Maybe that's the
0: reason why it's inserted in Captain Marvel. But, yeah. But mm-hmm. besides that, uh, Radio Shack, they point out Radio Shack. yes. R.I.P. Um,
1: Radio Shack, which actually just went away only a few years ago. Oh really? Believe. Yeah, I think the uh, I think they tried to do like a little bit of a relaunch a few years. Ago. Remember they had like a Radio Shack Super Bowl commercial at some point only a few years ago, but it's gone now. But yeah, what, what am I thinking about? Circuit City. Anyway, Radio yeah. Shack. Yeah,
0: maybe. Well, I think Circuit City went under before Radio Shack went under. Yeah, I'm sorry. pretty sure of that. Okay. Best Buy showed up and kind of like Best Buy started in the 90s, by the way, and right. killed uh, Radio Shack. Yeah. Not a Radio Shack, uh, Circuit City mm-hmm. and all the other ones.
1: And unlike Blockbuster, actually, I never went to Radio Shack. I really? I, I don't think I did, no. I went to Radio Shack mostly for cables. Yeah.
0: Like, like audio visual cables and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I would go to Radio Shack because it was convenient. Yeah. Then okay. Some people go to CompUSA, remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're doing a PC stuff, you go to
1: CompUSA. Or Fry's Electronics, which is actually still around. Fry's is so still around. Yeah.
0: But, well, because they're smart. They didn't like expand too much. Mm-hmm. They just stayed where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're but they're definitely less busy now than they were before. Sure. Uh, Captain Marvel also mentioned Alta Vista, which was an alternative for search browsing before Google. Oh,
1: okay. Did, would, would I was Did that... you
0: have a go to search in internet
1: back then? Actually, I didn't. No, I really, didn't, I didn't pick up on the how whole... do you search
0: for a porn then? Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> I was old, I'm old fashioned. I, I had like porn mags and stuff. Actually, I didn't get into the internet all that stuff until I I I got into college, which was around which is around in the nineties. Uh... Yeah,
0: but I, I don't think not. I went to Mount Sac because I, I don't know if the, I don't know if it's the same thing now, but you get free internet if you go to college, right? But then, that's one of the incentive to go to college. If my, you get free my, internet.
1: If my memory serves me, obviously I graduated in 90, uh, 96 and stuff like that. But I spent like two, High two or three years at Mount Sac. I don't remember using computer that much at Mount Sac. It wasn't until like two thousand, around two thousand, I went to UCLA. That's when I kind of really immersed myself in in the in the internets and the interwebs and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, other search engines of that era was Ask Jeeves. Yes, uh, I I Yahoo, of course, was one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. I actually used Webcrawler. I never even heard of that. Webcrawler was the simplest of them all. I mm-hmm. think that was actually one that felt like Google to me, or what, mm-hmm. what Google became mm-hmm. was Webcrawler. If
1: actually. I remember correctly, I'm a, I'm a Ask Jeeves guy, actually. <laughs> oh, you like Ask Jeeves? Yeah,
0: Ask Jeeves, like, for me, was kind of limited. Mm-hmm. Like, you asked me something, and it, it was kind of limited. Yeah. And uh, Webcrawler, for some reason, was kind of felt like what Google became. And there wasn't there a browser called Net-self-y Net something Netflix? Oh, Netcrawler, uh, Net, not Netcrawler. Uh, Netscape. Netscape, I was, I was I Netscape was search- Navigator. I was search- yeah, Netscape. That's right. Uh, yeah. Back then, there was an actual legit competition to, uh, yeah. to the Chrome browser, what became Chrome browser later. Yeah. Was before, you had to choose between uh, Netscape Navigator
1: mm-hmm.
0: or what was the one that Apple used for
1: Macintosh? Was it still Safari back then too? I think it was Safari. Wasn't it Safari. Here's the other thing I remember about Apple, though. The only thing I remember about uh, Apple is from back then is is watching trailers on QuickTime and stuff like that. I remember waiting forever for the Phantom so you're, Menace. You're thinking like early 2000s, though. Yeah, no, no Phantom Menace was 1990, nine, 1999. No, they though. didn't have QuickTime back then, did, did they? they? How come I remember you? Uh, how come I remember, uh, being at UCLA looking at QuickTime, looking at uh, for the Phantom Menace trailer on that?
0: Yeah, well, okay, fine. That's late 90s. Yeah, you're right. 99. The, the QuickTime was Thank a thing you. in the late '90s. Yeah, so it is still '90s. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, AOL was a mm-hmm. thing back then. American Online, most mm-hmm. people had it. There was a movie based on it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with starring Tom Hanks and yeah, We R- sound like a
1: bunch of old farts back <laughs> waxing nostalgia. it also happened. started with AIM. <laughs> so you just continue AOL okay. Internet right. Messenger, All right. That's right? All right. Before before there was a WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, All there was right. AIM. I got
0: you. And I use ICQ.
1: All right, we're old. Which I is an
0: aggregate social media. Uh, connection thingy about okay. Uh, pagers, Mm -hmm. pagers was a big thing back then. Yes. Uh, I think the movie kind of cheats because because it was an elaborate text on his pager, and I'm like, no, it has to be numbers. Mm -hmm. It has to be numbers. So, um, so that's something the movie pointed out, slight spoiler, but not really. Uh, reading CD ROMs from a computer, Mm -hmm. the movie made it seem really slow. It's not that slow. Mm -hmm. If you play an audio CD, it will play. It will play on the computer. Uh, but to be fair to
1: the movie, it's slow. To Carol Danvers because she's been immersed in no, but it wasn't
0: that slow in real life either.
1: All right, easy.
0: Come All on, right. there were there. Were, it was way too slow. It's, the it's
1: it's fine. It's a movie, buddy. All right. Ah, Go ahead. Okay.
0: Any other things from the nineties that you wanna? Uh, watch
1: like? I just the musical cues from the movie and stuff I like that. The nine nine snail uh, uh, shirt that she had. Uh, what else was there? you talking about
0: soundtracks now. Yeah, soundtracks. I have a list of the soundtracks that that Captain Marvel. Oh, Street Fighter
1: Two, uh, video game that she that uh, she uh, she uh, blew up. Yeah, that blew up and stuff like that. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh,
0: Crazy on you, but hard. Kiss me deadly by Little Ford. Mm -hmm. I thought that came in the eighties. What a man, and Peppa. Yeah. Um, Elastica, Connection, Mm -hmm. Garbage, Only Happy When It Rains, Uh, Crushed with Eyeliner, REM, Waterfalls, Uh, DLC.
1: And I believe the Encredits has one of my favorite. Songs ever actually, uh, s- uh, whole whole celebrity skin, celebrity skin. yeah. Well, Nirvana,
0: song. "Come As You Are," mm-hmm. um, no doubt, "Just A Girl," and R- we ta- yeah, "Man, Man on The Moon." And
1: we talked about this off air and stuff like that. One of the things I don't understand how you make a movie set in the nineties without "Jagged Little Pill." They should have, they should have found a way to include a last more set. It's yeah, it Pill. would be nice, but it's, but it's the to me it's a similar album of the nineties and stuff like that. I don't know how they didn't fit that in. Anyway, yeah, yes,
0: and then apparently there was like. Was again, not really much of a spoiler, but there was actually several uh nods to the movie Pulp Fiction in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people were putting that out online. But I guess I won't talk about it because then I guess maybe it will be spoilers. So yeah, it's just it's just, a, it's just it's just mention small rats.
1: Yeah, Mal-Rats. yeah. So so there's that. Which but is yeah. like, well, which which we'll mention in the review. That's a fantastic reference.
0: But since we're talking about superhero stuff, uh remember the superhero movies in the 90s.
1: Oh my god, this <laughs> is all garbage stuff. Man. It pretty
0: much spawned from the 89 Batman mm-hmm. and then it came from it went from there.
1: Yeah, I mean Batman. The various versions of uh, the various Batman movies dominated the nineties, right? And mm. uh, was Catwoman in the nineties? No, Catwoman kind of was two thousand. Two thousand, right? Yeah. What else? What else, What? what uh, you got Darkman?
0: Sorry, Liam Neeson. We're oh, we gonna count that. Oh, I thought we were talking DC and. No, no, just just general the superhero uh, movies of okay. the nineties. Uh, Mystery Man with Ben Stiller and, and them. I never saw that, but it
1: was the Phantom. Blade. Huh? Blade. Blade, which is pretty good, actually. Blade. Yeah. What about the the Phantom? The guy, the purple the thing. The Gotham was in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah. Uh, what else was there? The Rocketeer. Rocketeer. You're supposed to say, the rock who The Rocketeer. <laughs> it's actually one of the, uh, it's, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. They, they always want to reboot The Rocketeer for this generation, but it's I wish they somehow figured it out, because that's a, that's a great character. And then uh, one more, uh, The Shadow, starring uh, Alec Baldwin, I believe came out in the 90s.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. but yeah so there we go uh, that's us being nostalgic about the 90s for those of you who actually listen to that thank you
1: <laughs> we're old we're very old
0: <laughs> that kind of went all over the place yeah after Captain Marvel came out I was scrounging through the internet to see other people's reactions mm-hmm. just
1: because of everything that happened before it sure did you do that at all? No, I refused to. You refused to. I I see people. Re- I see people's reaction to the trolling and all the, and the toxic ma- masculinity and stuff. But I have. I didn't actively search and try and look at it because it's just it's just gross.
0: No, you're right. You you made the right call. I I made a mistake. I <laughs> I wanted I wanted to look and see what there were. There are some YouTube reviewers that I go to on mm-hmm. YouTube, and I think I'm not gonna be listening to them anymore.
1: Honestly, I. I can, I can understand the argument. I don't agree with it, but I can understand. I've I've read some reviews where they call it kind of, the movie's kind of listless, The kind of meanders and stuff like that. I, I can kind of understand that. I also I also I also believe this. Uh I think you can believe that the 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 hatred, the toxic masculinity pointed at this movie is is horrible, it's misguided, it's it's, it's, it's shitty and the movie might not be very good. Both things can exist, you know what I mean? Yes yeah.
0: mm-hmm. My problem is that the reasoning behind what they were saying yeah. Isn't what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It, it almost seemed like they were, they were picking holes in the movie. Yeah. Right? And and for me, it was kind of like, I kind of wanted a more succinct kind of kind of reasoning behind your reasons. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why I think they failed in the review is because they completely overlooked the actual theme of the movie, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later on in the yeah. spoiler section. Mm-hmm. Okay? If they said all that and they covered the actual theme of the movie... Mm-hmm. Um, then I-, I will give them a little bit more respect in the review.. Yeah. They also keep saying that, oh, this is forced f- feminism. Do you not know Captain Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel was created specifically for feminism. Yeah. There's a reason why she started off as Ms Marvel MS yeah. Marvel, right? Because it's based on the Ms magazine, mm-hmm. which is a feminist yeah. uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, she is a feminist character mm-hmm. to, to, to for people to complain that oh, they're forcing it down. No, that's the Captain Marvel character. Yeah. Right. And then, and and then I, I will say this without going to spoilers, but because uh, you can, you guys can Google it yourself, I put the link in the show notes as well. Avengers issue two hundred that came out in nineteen eighty is a big catalyst of what the theme of the the Captain Marvel movie is. Mm-hmm. None of them mentioned it at all. Yeah. Right. I I think it's a disservice to this movie for them to not even mention that because that's the whole reason why the movie is the way it is.
1: And then the thing is, when female reviewers, not that there's that many female reviewers because you know, there's no equal opportunity, but when, when female reviewers review like uh, movies starring uh, men and stuff like that, they don't flip it around. They never say, oh, this is forced masculinity and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: they, they don't. And a, a lot of the female not- reviewers on YouTube... Same thing. They also have the same kind of strategy. Like, oh, it's forced femininity. Oh, it's, it's uh, Brie Larson isn't that good in it. You know, there, there's all this, like, basically the, the, all the talking points that all the MRAs had mm. before the movie came out, oh, yeah. they're repeating it. It's yeah. almost as if my spiritual spiritual theory is they're scared of the trolls. Okay. They're, 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 uh, they're an internet-based review site. And if the trolls got a hold of them or or backlash against them, mm-hmm. they are good. They are going to suffer, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to like a major publication who doesn't care about that, mm-hmm. right? So it, it it does it does seem like they're kind of running scared. Like they don't want to. They, they they went in pretty much ready to not like the movie as much mm-hmm. as they probably would have if mm-hmm. it wasn't for all this negativity and all this negativity pretty much sperm from. Brie Larson, mm-hmm. okay. So, do you know exactly yeah. what people are complaining about? Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, because a few months ago, she's she, she in an interview. She, I mean, she has a history of of, of inclus- inclusivity and stuff like that. Right. She and and she made a, a special point where uh, for the press tour uh, for Captain Marvel, she wanted to bring a diver- diverse. Uh, interviewees, reviewers and stuff like that because you know, she's going to travel around the world and then the people that she sent an interview, she wanted to be very inclusive, like one, for example, I forgot the publication, but the person that interviewed her was actually a black lady, also disabled and stuff like that, Right. so that, so she's been so she's been pushing for that and stuff like that, so what it is is like, so I think the so when she goes in a, a press room or stuff like that, she wants to see everybody not just like white dudes and stuff like that so, so yeah.
0: do you see anything wrong with that?
1: no, of course not no.
0: So that's the thing. So a lot of people say, oh, she's she she hates white men for no. for for saying this. Mm-hmm. She has she's a celebrity, she has a platform, mm-hmm. she has a chance to do some positive change mm-hmm. to the industry, and she's so she's forcing this issue on the journalists, mm-hmm. which is her right. Right? It mm-hmm. it isn't because it isn't because uh, she's trying to hate on white men. Which, in another interview, she said, like, it's not like I hate white men. It's just is that that we should be more open for for having other people uh, be journalists yeah, for this kind of problem. There's a very
1: famous clip of her mentioning that uh, uh, when *Wrinkle uh, and Time* came out, just like that. she says, "You know, uh, I I don't hate white men. It's just that I don't need their opinion yeah. about a, wrink, a wrinkle in time. It, the the movie about a biracial, it's about a biracial woman, and stuff like that." You know, it wasn't made for old white men. So I added old white men part. The old, the no, old she part. said she said
0: forty, uh, forty year old white man. Yeah,
1: exactly. She, yeah, that's what that's what she said. Yeah, she wants to hear voices of that that, that the movies uh, geared towards and stuff like that. You know what, yeah. what I mean? So well, I mean, yeah. I
0: mean, to be fair, anybody could watch Wrinkle in Time* and figure out that it isn't really that good of a movie. White, whether you're white or not white.
1: No, she's not saying that you don't have a right to an opinion or anything like that. But 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 when ninety percent of the op- opinion opinion, the people that would uh, that review it and you see it in uh, uh, the mass media, that's what she doesn't she, she doesn't want. You know what I mean?
0: I think what she's actually saying was that if she's looking for a review for a wrinkle in Time*, she's not gonna go to the forty year old white yeah. white dude because she's not interested in what he thinks. Mm-hmm. He wants to see what what minority people think He wants yeah. to see she wants to see what. Teenagers think about about yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. She's more curious about what they think, mm-hmm. right? She may agree, She may or may not agree with some of the forty-year-old white men who are reviewing the movie, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. She doesn't care. She mm-hmm. wants to go with another point of view. Yeah. that's her right, mm-hmm. right? So it's like people are, are once again slamming her for being racist because oh, because you're white, and she's being sexist. Oh, because you're a man. You know that's essentially wait, 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 that how can how can, saying, they're, they're, how can she
1: be racist? Because
0: she doesn't she doesn't like white people. But you, she doesn't the, like white men, but
1: then you don't know what the, then you don't know what the definition of racism is, then you're just dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the you, majority of people be who are, the majority white,
0: of people who are yeah. racist are defensive about being white yeah. are saying that if you hate white people, then you're racist that's, that's not, that that is their defense, yeah, but that's a horrible defense, though. it, it is a horrible defense, it doesn't but what is it that sense. that's their defense? Yeah, you know, so all all this stems from, from, from for so all the hate for the movie prior to this stems from that,
1: mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of embarrassing. She's just she just basically she's basically looked at the history. Of this industry And the history of the industry Is like 99 90%, 99% Of the people Who write about Who talk about Who you know Who shapes the opinion Of this industry Have been white dudes And stuff like that Straight white dudes And stuff like that And she says You know Now that she has a platform Not just an influence She wants to open the gate And give opportunity To voices that's Not been heard before In this right. industry and that's it that's, Right she's trying,
0: to, she's trying to put A little bit of progress To yeah. the thing Put it this way We're both Asian Americans here What? You know So like she would. She wants to hear people f- from us, what? from our point of view. We're not yeah. white men, yeah. oh, right? Okay. You know, it's that kind of a thing. Like, yeah. like, like, how often do you hear our voices? Yeah. Right. The, the, all, the, all a lot of these YouTube uh, a lot of these YouTube reviewers that I see online yeah. are either white men or yeah. or they're African Americans. Yeah. You know, it it, it always seems to be that too. There's a couple of uh, Mexican uh, reviewers too, but yeah. I hardly see any Asians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hardly see any Asian American. We're reviewers. are busy
1: studying there. for the SATs. God damn it. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're too busy being doctors, goddammit. You know, I'm
0: sure they exist out there, oh, okay. but you but the high, the the, the people that, that that usually get all the profile are mm-hmm. not that. You know, so mm-hmm. she just she's asking for more inclusivity. Yeah. You know, and basically, people are yeah.
1: bitching about this? Yeah, it's just basically she wants uh her industry to reflect the America that that hopefully that everybody sees is. Yeah, that actually exists. That yeah, what, 50, 50,
0: 52% of US citizens are female. Yeah. And the majority of reviewers are male. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's, top, it's kind of like flipped over. Yeah, it's like it doesn't top, really top
1: heavy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't really represent mm-hmm. it. Now, admittedly, uh, geeks are mostly guys, as, as it's been stereotyped for the past couple mm-hmm. of decades, right? Sure. So we're slowly switching. Mm-hmm. We're the geeks are kind of like behind the times in, in terms of the actual mm-hmm. demographics, mm-hmm. right? It's slowly catching up, mm-hmm. but not quite there yet. And and you, you need to have somebody like Brie Larson mm-hmm. pushing it so that it can get to yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, it, to me, it also feels like a lot of the geeks who, who themselves were, I mean, maybe these are the younger geeks that don't have experience about a world where being a geek is a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Watch your friends of the nerds, or actually yep. don't. But the but, but point is, is that uh, if you were a geek or a nerd, or you like comic books or you like superhero movies, you were essentially an outcast, yep. right? So you learn to appreciate anybody, who's nice and mm-hmm. kind to you, yeah. whether it be race or, or gender, mm-hmm. because of the fact that you're already an outcast. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like the geeks of today have forgotten that lesson mm-hmm. that we learned back in our day when we mm-hmm. were young.
1: I started reading comic books when I was like 13, 14, with great passion. And then the, the only thing the only thing I ever wanted was for other people, my peers, uh, mass media and stuff like that, to kind of to get in on this. I, I loved comic books at the time, so I don't know. It just... It's I I think it, we live in an amazing time where you know my my childhood my Spider Man my uh, what called Captain America are on the big screen. I want more people to to watch it. Yeah, you know they're, I mean?
0: they're loved by the mainstream. Which yeah. is something that we have asked for like twenty years yeah. ago, thirty years ago, mm-hmm. right? And and it seemed like the geeks of today have kind of forgot that lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, now now they're being selfish. They're being. Yeah. They're being exactly the opposite of what geeks were back in the day. They're
1: being the bullies. And if you read, I and mean, if you, I mean, if you really, I mean, it's just not enough to call yourself a geek and all that stuff. I mean, you, I mean, if you look at the text, the actual material, a lot of comic books is about working together and getting along, you know, to triumph, to be you know, triumphing over evil. The themes of the of these books.
0: But but, so, but these people should, are saying, don't force us to get along. <laughs> yeah, the things. I mean, seriously. It doesn't. How is that a bad lesson? Yeah. How is that a bad
1: lesson? And believe me, Even you look at the old comic books and all stuff, they're very preachy and stuff like that. You're, they're very over the top preachy. I mean, if you look at the, one of the most famous covers is of uh, is what Green Arrow. And he finds out Speedy is like taking drugs and stuff like that. That's forcing a uh, forcing a message down your throat. Right? Uh, comic books and all stuff has, has always been very apolitical and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So What this tells me is that the people who've been watching
0: the MCU movies have don't see the underlying thematic messages of those movies Mm -hmm. because each and every single one of the MCU actually has a lesson to teach you Mm -hmm. a social lesson to teach teach you and I would argue Captain Marvel probably has the the most nuanced and heaviest social lesson to teach Mm -hmm. to, to learn from the movie but apparently, nobody's nobody knows it because yeah. nobody's talking about it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, weird that the yeah. uh, which we'll get you say, to that in the spoilers. Yeah,
1: it's weird that you can be a fan of the stuff, but not look at the themes message and message and and stuff. It's just it's just weird. I don't know. Like I said, I I if I were you, I'd stay off the internet.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. It, it was just like it went, In a way, it was kind of like uh, research for this mm-hmm. segment. Um. La, la, one last thing I want to say. Um. It it does seem like the they're if. They're not. They keep saying how they're not. They're not misogynist. Mm-hmm. They know they don't hate women, mm-hmm. right? But they don't understand what they're doing is deterring female progress. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they're they're kind of like going against what they supposedly already believe anyway. Yeah. You know, what did they hate? Like they they're not saying, oh, we don't like the movie because because it's a female superhero. Mm-hmm. We don't like the movie. Period. You know, and just, which seems doesn't doesn't seem believable based yeah. on the reasonings that they're giving. and also
1: numbers don't lie. If you, you you just look at the MCU, uh, what call it? The, f- the first Avengers movie only had one female lead. You know what I mean? It took twenty one movies, f- uh, I, it took twenty one movies for Marvel to actually have a, a female led uh, movie, right? And it was, and it took twenty one movies for uh, a female director and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So numbers don't lie. You know, it's just like. The fact, there is there isn't equal representation between men and men and women and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And you know you can't you can't just scream force feminism every time a female uh, is a lead in movie. a movie. Yeah, they a will they
0: will argue. Well, what about Wonder Woman? Yeah. What about Ripley from Aliens? Nobody was complaining then. I'm sure. They, I'm sure the people. No, were. they they don't have the context. Any most horror movies back then relied on the strong female character. Yeah. Right, so you can't really use Ripley as an example because she's supposed to be a strong female character. Cause it's a horror movie. Yeah. Aliens was a horror movie, yeah. okay? Not alien. Alien. She was just the, the last girl victim, mm-hmm. right? In Aliens, it was a horror movie mixed with action. Hence, why strong female I character
1: arguments just as generous. Because how many movies were released in '84? Which I think when when Alien came out, right? Mm-hmm. And then how many of those movies were led by, by 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 women and stuff like that? How many of those movies were actually directed by women? How many of those movies were written by women? You know what I mean? You can't just cherry pick the one very successful uh, female-led m- movie and stuff like that and say, "Oh, everything's good. Everything's all good. Everything's equal and stuff like that." You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, you know, like I said, go back. Look at the look at the IMDb major movie releases in, uh, in 84. See how many of those that were actually led by females. More importantly, how many of them were uh, directed by female? How many of them were pro- produced by female? How many of them were written by fe- by women? And stuff like that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. People point
0: out uh, Furosa. Furosa is a strong female character in Mad Max. Mm-hmm. And then they're, 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 they have massive short-term memory because people were complaining that, oh, why why are they putting Charlize Theron as the main lead yeah. in a Mad Max movie?
1: Yeah, why like, are they emasculating uh, M- uh, Mad, Mad, Mad Max? Max. <laughs> they they <laughs> did
0: say that. Wonder Woman. They pointed out about yeah. Wonder Woman, which... Which is to me, I've I, I like the movie a lot, but I've I've always can't find myself to love the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's because
1: you saw the third act.
0: Well, besides the third act, the most obvious thing for me, I think, that really that kind of bothered me was the whole "Born Sexy Yesterday" kind of motif.
1: I'm sorry, the what?
0: "Born Sexy Yesterday."
1: "Born Sexy Yesterday." You never, you know,
0: familiar with this term? I
1: don't think so. Go ahead.
0: "Born Sexy Yesterday" is kind of like Lilu from Fifth Element. You know, she's a new, she's a new girl in this in this weird environment, mm-hmm. and the guy has to navigate herself through yeah. this new world.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Oh, I should splash. Like splash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so essentially One Woman was kind of like a born sexy yesterday. She basically yeah. she was born yesterday, so she's so she's fifth not, element. sorry. I just said Lilu from yeah. fifth, fifth okay, element I was just, you know, so she's I'm just like
1: they're,
0: they're, I'll put I'll put a link. If I remember I'll put the link on the show notes mm-hmm. for this this uh this journal essay, mm-hmm. this video essay about that born sexy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh it's very informative uh, it does. It does. And so my point about Wonder Woman is that that Steve Rogers, even though even though he's the secondary character, he's still helping her navigate through through man's world.
1: You said right? Steve Rogers, you know? Steve Rogers. You said Steve, oh. Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Trevor. I can't. I can't imagine why you make you get confused.
0: Oh my God, <laughs>
1: Don't get on the <laughs> plane, Steve. Don't get on the plane. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, there's a lot of scenes in, in Wonder Woman where where we're all like. Oh, isn't it adorable? She's yeah. so innocent. She doesn't yeah. know how to navigate through man's yeah. world. But man, she can kick ass.
1: It's like it's like they're having their cake and eat it too. What's funny is Mira, I think, has a little bit of that in Aquaman a little bit, right? She, once she gets, up to the, what, when she gets to the surface, oh, isn't she she's so cute? She's eating the flower and stuff like that. Yeah, That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. There's, there's a
0: little bit of that. There's a little bit of like, hey, she's a kick-ass woman, but... But she's also innocent enough that the man knows more than she does. Yeah. Is that kind of a thing. Like this, this is like subtext in mm-hmm. the stories that people don't get unless they understand these tropes, mm-hmm. right? So, so all this like people are listing to all these other alternative strong female characters that are well, nobody complained about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody pointed out um, um, well, Famke Jansen's character in in Goldeneye or Goldeneye was it Goldeneye?
1: Yes, it's oh, Golden.
0: you know? like like she's a strong female character. She's the villain. Look at her kicking ass, kicking buns ass. People forget she was used as a sex symbol in the movie, mm-hmm. right? So it's like they don't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just it just embarrassing to me. It it, fr- it frustrated me throughout the thing because I'm realizing like yeah the yeah it, it was just, it was just frustrating.
1: I don't know. It's a man's world, Albert. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, and, and it keeps. At saying, least we're doing our part by having a co-host as a woman here. Wait, what? I, I kind of wish Ruthie was in this episode what? so she can, she can chime in.
0: Uh, but, but <laughs> yeah. But, so, they're also saying that, oh, social justice warriors are so easily offended. Last i check, social justice warriors aren't defending this movie as much as the people who hate social justice yeah. warrior. So maybe the, the anti-social justice warrior people are the ones that are more easily offended mm-hmm. by, by certain, like, like innocuous things like saying, like, hey, I don't need to heal, listen to a white guy. I, I want to listen to other people, you know? Stop getting offended, people. Yeah. Stop being so politically correct. You what you want her to just to just make to say anything that's 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 nice to everybody. So much for freedom of speech, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I, I just think it's an issue. Uh, we said a bunch of insensitive things in our pod, in on this podcast, what? right? So so are we not allowed to say those things because we're not politically correct? We might offend people who
1: I have not think? offended anybody at any time. <laughs> I were clean.
0: Have a sense of humor, people. <laughs> Learn yeah. your context, and uh, leave Brie Larson alone. Mm-hmm. As of this recording, it's currently 8.16 on March 12th in New Mexico, USA. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. So apparently, Disney has officially set the date March 20. Yes. As the closing date for the twenty first century. Oh, I thought going. Twenty first go, century Fox I thought you were going in a different
1: direction. I thought you were talking about uh, Disney has set the date to open. Uh, uh, Star, Wars, Star Wars Galaxy's, edge, uh, Galaxy's of the, edge, edge of the Galaxy, Batu Edge of the Galaxy, Edge the Universe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think by now artists have already heard that part. Yeah. But maybe they haven't heard this part. Mm-hmm. The official, because everybody assumes that Disney officially already owns Fox. Right. right. Not yet. They have. They have to. They have to finish up some mm-hmm. stuff first. And mm-hmm. apparently, March twenty is the closing date. Yep. So as soon as March twenty one hits. Uh, the Marvel Studios can finally take finally consider what to do with the fast characters right right. so we might get a surprise like last minute gonna, after not. credits in Endgame we're not gonna do
1: that they're not gonna do that
0: or, or Spider-Man no that's Sony. So it, it might happen I mean yeah. now Now they have a chance To do, make it happen
1: I'll bet you a million dollars Is not going to happen They they could do Rus- like A double after credits The Russo brothers On Twitter just said That they locked picture On, on it already Yes but done. somebody
0: else Could direct that, that extra credit after
1: credits They're not going to do they, The Russo brothers And the writers Have a vision That they've been working on For years they're not, Disney is not going to Mess with that And stuff like that They have too much respect For the filmmakers Unless they have A, a killer idea they're not going to do anything. I, I'll bet you a million dollars they're not going to do anything at, in Avengers that reference any of the... the 21st century Fox characters? Yeah. It's also it's just, it's also a little disrespectful and stuff like that to what they've worked up to right now. They, they spent 10 years, 11 years without any of those properties and they've told those these stories. No, no. I'm talking
0: about after credits. I know. I understand after, what after, after credits, credits. It's, it's still, no different than having... It's still having, part of the movie though. It's still, it's still part of It's no different than having James Gunn film the scene yeah. in... in I forget what that was. Avengers 2? James Gunn filmed the scene with the, oh, with right, the collector.
1: I, I know, yeah, I that's in Thor two, I think. Yes, okay, in Thor, Thor, Thor two. Yeah, but the thing, it's like I said, it's disrespectful. I think you know what I mean. Like I said, they spent 10, 11 years working with what they got, and now at the very end, just because you bought, spent a trillion, do- trillion dollars buying another property, you're gonna throw that. And you, you just said they they get the property on March twentieth, so they do they even know how they're gonna integrate, how they're gonna
0: no. What I'm it saying out? is that they could have like a. Like I mentioned I mentioned this in the Ge- Geekdom Fancast podcast. Yeah. They could easily have a scene where somebody asks Peter, hey, Peter, where are you heading out to? Oh, I'm going to head over to the Baxter building. It could be as simple as that. It's not going to happen. It could be as
1: simple as it that. It could be as simple as that, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. People are getting too hyped over the, the merger and stuff like that. I you know it's a great thing for them and all that stuff, but I bet you nothing's going to happen this year. The earliest you'll get any kind of Fox reference or any kind of plan will be, I think, next year's Slate. I think I think that's the earliest you get it and stuff. I think they're gonna bake it into probably the internals because that makes the most sense because that's cosmic stuff. You can you can merge alternate realities and stuff with the internals and stuff.
0: Well, you can yeah. definitely mention a Fantastic Four there.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. That's, they're not gonna mention it and in, it. In, well, at the we shall see. <laughs> I'll bet you million, you can make this one in predictions. They're not going to any any references to Fox properties at the end of End Games. It's just ridiculous. Like I said, it's. The two the two two directors and two two writers have been working on this for years. They're not going to throw something in last minute, man. They have a vision. They have a story they want to tell. It's it's but Marvel Studios has done that in the past already. I understand with property that they own. You know what I mean? That's something they own. But but after March twenty first, they officially own them. I understand. I again, it's but for the longest, the majority of time they've worked on these movies, they didn't no idea that they would have the Fox property stuff back. You know what I mean? It's 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 happened. Stop.
0: How Stop. does that change Endgame if they toss in a simple line at the end of the? But that's credits. not what part
1: of the vision. That's because that's not what the conclude. They have a conclusion for Thanos' story with the Avengers stuff. That's nothing to do with any of the Fox stuff. It changed. Yeah, of course it changed. No, no, but it, it doesn't change the story of of. of- Endgame game. It, yeah.
0: It's an after nope. credits.
1: They, the story is already then over. If you're saying it doesn't change anything, then why even do it then? That's, it's that's, for the fans. Exactly. Then you're doing fan service, right? Yes. They Then do censors. That's not. That's not what they're doing. That's. They're, they're telling a story. They're telling their vision. Even the Russell brothers have always said they don't listen to the fans. They don't. They don't. They don't listen to the sense It doesn't matter because, what. Be, it, it, because it's, it's their, their 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 fans themselves, and they're working on a story and stuff but like that. It's. Anything goes for the after credits, though. I understand what I understand what an end credit is. I understand they anything, can do anything goes after the credits. Yeah, I could take my car. I could run off a pier. I could do anything with a car. Doesn't mean you should do it, right? Just because you know, just because of the endless possibilities, doesn't mean you should do it. I right? I, I think
0: the see, way since you cha- Endgame is the close of a chapter, yeah. it'll be a nice hint at the very end after credits mm-hmm. to toss in some kind of fast reference.
1: Again You're just pandering this. You're just pandering That's what, what it, That's what it's supposed to do No it's not You're supposed to tell a story You're supposed to tell a story a beginning a middle and end With themes and stuff like that Your number one priority Is to tell your story your, How, how your, does How does a small reference After credits Kill the movie the, Then that's that you you, you you answer your own question Because it has nothing To do with movie Everything that, that's In a movie From beginning to end Has something to do With theme and stuff like that You just don't toss things In a way you just, you just don't toss Anything in Anything you want in there and stuff like that, it just doesn't work like that. It's been there's precedence for Marvel Studios doing that. I understand, but because they had because they knew what the next step was because prior to whatever that that filming is, they had they had they knew what they knew what properties they had they had to work with. You know what I mean up to that point and stuff like that. They don't. They, this boxing just happened last year. How long have they been working on this Avengers and Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War? And it's all irrelevant. That? Yes, that's irrelevant. irrelevant. That is relevant. What
0: does <laughs> what does a swarmer scene have anything to do with? That's Avengers? a toss. That's t- but that doesn't change the dynamic of the universe. Uh, and but, so is any Fox reference at the end. That changes the universe. That no, changes it doesn't. It. Yes, it, how does it? Then why even put it in? How do you? How, how does mentioning the Baxter
1: Building change your, the universe? Arg, your argument doesn't make sense because you, you say it doesn't matter. It's just a something throwaway. Then why even do it? Then that's that's my argument dude, against it. To tell the then. fans that hey, the Fantastic Four is coming. And I told, like I said, that's pandering. Then again, you're doing fan service. What do you think they're gonna do with the Fox properties, dude? Their te- story. You, you listen to any of these interviewers, any of these directors. They're they're storytellers. They they always say this. They're storytellers. They're telling a story and stuff like that. They don't they don't do fan service. And they're, I'm saying the after credits is up for grabs. Oh, this is just horrible. This is this is the worst part of uh, of of geek culture right there. Besides the masculinity stuff, this whole pandering thing. Oh, the thing just thrown in there without any kind of reference to like where it's going and stuff like that. You know, just a wink at they've nod. Had
0: after credits. With, you have to with, tell a story. They've had after credits with with the weakest. References at all, you know. It's like they, I'm. I'm saying it's a possibility. Yeah, I'm saying control yourself. Control. I'm Be saying it's a possibility. Patient. Be patient. I'm saying it's a
1: possibility. Like Kevin Feige has even mentioned in interviews, he they has can't. It. They're not legally allowed to because no, after, he, after, no, after he's March even 20, mentioned he hasn't even thought about it. They you know? can't. Yeah. They can they, they legally. They can't. Because he, he knows. No, or They legally cannot. Or he's basically saying, hey, listen. He no. Ha- he has they enough said characters. they
0: legally cannot do anything with Fox until after the final acquisition. Oh he said,
1: you know, he's basically has said, he doesn't want anything. Because they have enough toys, they have enough stories to talk about. Like I said, this whole Fox thing came in only like a year ago and stuff like that. You know That's what I mean?
0: why they can't say
1: anything yet. They haven't. Oh they cannot work on anything with Bobby Fox. Any amount of money, no, there's no wink. There's nothing to do with, with Fox at the end of this. There's, I'm saying, I'm saying, it's a 50-50 chance of it. It's happening. not even close to fifty. Okay, you're saying it's not. I'm, I'm saying, saying there's a ninety-nine percent chance. There's, right. there's nothing to happen it It's just ridiculous. It's just speaking the,
0: of ends.
1: <laughs> it's the it's the fanboy in you. It's just, it's a thirteen year in you that's getting all hot and bothered by it. Yeah, but at least this is a
0: at least this is this is a positive. Positive excitement No it's, it's not positive thing. It is a positive excitement It's like
1: disrespectful to any of the It's not disrespectful right. at all It is Because like I said You're saying This throwaway thing is more important Than whatever they've been working on for It doesn't change that It doesn't change it at all Of course it changes that Because if it didn't change anything They wouldn't do it right If if, 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 if yes, they, they would
0: Everybody everybody is is chomping at the bits To find out what's the next stage for, for MCU Everybody knows it's gonna be it's gonna be the that. fox.
1: Oh, this is so shit. oh my god. Well, I'm saying, We're going I'm saying circles. it's
0: fifty fifty chance that it's not even close. To 50/50. Yes, that's what you're saying, and I'm saying close respect to my opinion.
1: It's not. <laughs> I won't. I won't. You're picking a fifty fifty chance. You're picking silly and Oh, okay, it's,
0: whatever. Uh, right. Moving oh, on. Oh my god. Moving oh, on. Go moving back. on. Speaking of ends... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> uh, wish this would end. Oh, my uh, God. Right. Arrow has officially, is officially going to end... Why so soon? With, uh, episode, ...with 10 episodes season eight. <laughs> did he ever get off the island? He did, actually. <laughs> Are they still doing a the flashback? They actually
1: stopped the flashback with the island. Oh, thank God. Do you
0: remember there's a five-year span of the island? Well, it's past five years.
1: Yeah. So they, they, they... How they, far past... The season did they go past the five year? You know what I mean? It's- no,
0: they, they literally at the fifth year. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah. So, so they flipped it. So now for the last three years, it's a flash, no flash forward now.
1: Oh, they're doing flash forwards now.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs> flash forward. Now. God
1: damn it! <laughs> Here's my whole thing. I seen one one season of the Arrow, or the Arrow, or, I, or as I like to call it, Batman Year One, uh, mm. and I just kind of stopped. And I watched some of the Flash and some of the Supergirl and stuff. I haven't been keeping track, but yeah, I think I think they they end next year, right? Season yes,
0: eight officially. And I think they said that Black Lightning might also be gone. Why? Well, cause, well, well, I don't know. I don't know how Black Lightning affects it, but I yeah. guess when the Crisis of Infinite Earth oh. uh, crossover event happens, yeah. that's when they're going to shuffle things around.
1: So Black Lightning might get come into this universe? Or are they going to can it?
0: No, they, I think they, they said they're going to can it. That's the rumor, though. I, I, don't, I don't think it's official. I think the only thing official is Arrow.
1: Yeah, okay. And Legends
0: of Tomorrow might be official as well, I think.
1: I mean, as far as cancellation will go. Yeah, because they're
0: saying they want to have a, a Batwoman TV series, so it's got to take somebody else's place, right? It has, uh, I would imagine it has the to. The only be. one they said will definitely stay is Flash. They, that, even, they even they j- even toy with the idea that Supergirl might not be around either. God damn it. Because they're flipping it, they're, they're ch- they they want to bring Superman TV series.
1: That's right? really sexist, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I would imagine Legends of Tomorrow would be on a cancel because that's a big cast. That's a lot of special effects. I thought that, that would go.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even in the. Last year's crossover <laughs> It was kind of funny Because they actually Make a joke about it. Like oh This is the, this is the time that, that we normally have Like a uh, uh, A big giant event <laughs> Kind of thing But they weren't part of it
1: But yeah uh, ten, they, yeah, 10 episodes next year That'll probably It'll lead into Crisis Infinity And then arrow And, and, then Arrow's and obviously the big prediction Would probably be Green Arrow does some sort Of big sacrifice At the end of Crisis Infinity To, to uh, He'll do the flash part In the comic book right? He'd Can make, like,
0: Felicity and Oliver Queen Finally have a happy ending?
1: Come well, on, in in some universe out there, but not in this one. I'm I'm assuming that that's where they're going. Yeah, right? they my, my guess
0: is Superman replaces Supergirl. Uh, that's really sexy. Batwoman replaces Arrow. That's less sexy. Uh, and then I don't know what replaces Legend Legend of Tomorrow. I mean Legends of Yeah Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what's going on. <laughs> Before we talk about Captain Marvel. um, just in case the listeners after care, especially after that rant from the previous mm-hmm. segment, where can we find you online,
1: Jamming? You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You
0: can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. Uh, you can find me on the weekly comics trip. You can also find me on the I Saw. Movie blog for my non sports movie review and extra stuff like the spoils. Anything at If you want to send us emails, send it to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, uh, leave it at the Instagram page, the Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to com slash support and find out how. Music has been provided by the White axis find them at the com. All the links and information can be found at, at com. So before we go to our spoiler discussion of Captain Marvel, really quick, what is your non-spoiler recommendation about the movie?
1: Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, it's not a great movie. Uh, I would say if you had to rank it in the MCU, you, wherever you put Ant Man or where you put Doctor Strange, this is this is where Captain Marvel would be. I do believe uh, uh, the script. I mean, the weakest part is the script. There are parts of the script that are amazing A plus stuff but then there's some some stuff that's kind of weak especially the amnesia stuff and stuff like that but overall it's a good movie it's a very watchable movie I think Brie Larson is good I think Samuel L. Jackson is amazing and then Ben Nelson is also amazing and then and then the special effects are pretty good pretty solid and stuff not the action itself but the special effects are solid so I would say this is a solid movie it's a good movie
0: yeah Um. out of the 20 movies that are currently out 20, this is the 21st right yes out of the twenty movies that are that are out before Captain Marvel, it's not in the top ten. Not for me. No, It's yes. it's the middle of the road kind of. It's a mid tier Marvel mm-hmm. movie, but not a bad movie. I I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought I had a lot of fun with it. I I enjoyed it a lot. I liked the cast. You know, includes Brie Larson people, mm-hmm. and and um, I liked some of the surprises they had in the movie, mm-hmm. but but overall, it, it is kind of like, I think. The directors still haven't completely grasped what a big budget MCU movie is supposed to look like, because mm-hmm. it felt it actually did feel like an indie film. If you, uh, which I'll which I'll get into in this spoilers' yep. discussion, but but yeah, but I think the underlying message, which I mentioned early in the episode, is probably the heaviest out of all of them. But it's done in a very subtle, nuanced way that apparently not people, not very many people, are getting it. Mm-hmm. So, but overall. Uh, straightforward storyline I like the cast and characters and the de-aging for Sam Jackson is fantastic but yeah but yeah go see Captain Marvel if you have if you haven't seen it yet and then come back and listen to our sports discussion mm-hmm. we're talking movies and TV shows there'll be spoilers in our discussion so please take it you've been warned it is time welcome to spoilers please what do you want to start with our sports stuff?
1: Uh Goose the cat is an alien.
0: <laughs> Goose the, cat's the cat. Uh, okay, so 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 there's a cat that says, "Oh, Goose the cat isn't a big deal." And the mm-hmm. ca- and the cat like myself is like, "Oh, he's like a scene steal- a scene stealer in the mm-hmm. movies.
1: Which cat Ford I think it's. Uh, I think it I s- I know I knew it was coming. So, uh I thought the cat was fine. Actually, the, the, yeah, cat, I thought was, the cat was fine. I think fine.
0: I, I think everything the cat was there. Um, I was happy to see the cat there. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's uh it's uh What's he called? A Freml- a Freml- a Fremlore? Or? Forkin. 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 A Forkin. Forkin. Yeah, okay. It's a Forkin. Mm-hmm. Fleur- yeah, Forkin. I guess in the comic books, his name is Chewy. Yes. Which is a Star Wars reference. But mm-hmm. this one is Goose, which is a Top Gun reference. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's a, uh, an Air Force paladin mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah, I, li- I like the cat. Uh, <laughs> it's also kind of like a TARDIS thing. She, it's she's bigger on the inside. Yes, because <laughs> of the yeah. I
1: read I read a little bit about it afterwards. I don't think I've read a a a, 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 a chewy comic book yet you know, with with him. I've a chewy
0: comic book. She's just the cat for Captain Marvel.
1: No, I, I haven't read a comic book with him in it. Oh, with something. him in it. Yeah. So, yeah. by him
0: or her. It's a her. is it?
1: her. It's her. Because I think the the big reveal in the comic books
0: was that she laid eggs. Oh, okay, okay. Unless unless they're asexual, so
1: you never know. Oh. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so I haven't read a, a, a comic with uh, the cat in it and stuff like that. But I read some stuff afterwards and stuff like that. And uh, what do you call it? So what was I going with it? Yeah, I read that the. Her, yeah, inside her belly, I guess, are like are, includes the multiverse, I guess, or something like that. Was oh, it really? Yeah, or pocket universes. It's That's a pocket
0: what, dimension. I, remember, I yeah. remember saying
1: that. That's yeah. why she can swallow the Tesseract and have no issues and stuff like that. But yeah. Interesting.
0: Right, And then after credits had like a little... Gag where she, you know, what she was gonna cough up a fur ball, yeah, but it's a the Tesseract,
1: yeah, instead of fur ball, it's a cast, you know. Tesseract stuff, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: which, which explains how the Tesseract was in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I guess.
1: Good stuff. I I for some reason I had no idea that was coming. I had no idea that a Tesseract was coming and stuff like that. I really followed the the MacGuffin like oh it's some sort of light speeded oh it's light speeded and then when the Tesseract came out I was like, oh it's a Tesseract I know that yeah because Tesseract is the space yeah. travel right yeah space travel yeah. Like so yeah good times
0: so it make it makes sense that. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, you know,
1: it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Basically, she's like a she infiltrated Shield in the file somewhere. She read this Tesseract thing. She took it up to her invisible base in in atmosphere and mm. started working on it as some sort of uh, way for the scrolls or yeah to to get away from this war and stuff like that.
0: Speaking of scrolls, what's your what's your feeling about the, I think it's the flip?
1: I thought it's great. I thought it's a fantastic. Yeah, because
0: you know everybody. I them to just be the bad guys, yes. And then they flipped it on our heads because, mm-hmm. like the way the Marvel does, mm-hmm. you know, and like oh, they're refugees and they're actually not bad.
1: It's, it's a plus. When I mentioned the script had some really good parts, this is one of the a plus parts. I thought it's fantastic because it subverts not only the audience expectations but also comic book fans' expectations. Yeah. Because in the history of the of the Marvel universe in the comic books, the Scroll and the Kree are both you know warring nations and stuff like right, that. Right. You know what I mean? So they're and it just visually too, they look like. Like aliens that that are atypical of being menacing and evil and stuff like that, and that flip is just fantastic. And I r- do
0: like the way they look too in the
1: movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
0: I, of course. As a fanboy, uh, I kind of wish that there were bad scrolls somewhere around so oh, sure, yeah, we sure. can eventually get the secret invasion storyline mm-hmm. into the Marvel universe. A lot of people are assuming that all oh all scrolls are good. No, yeah. I I really think this is just a, a faction of the scroll yeah. that didn't want anything to do with the war and and decided to leave.
1: Yeah, what's great about that reveal not only uh, it's, it's great storytelling But that doesn't That doesn't uh, Cut up That doesn't uh, Stop him from telling that, that Kree is called war You know what right. I mean it doesn't You know I mean It's fine it, There could be different Scrolls that actually Are more warlike And stuff like that yeah. It's fine I That's mean the
0: Kree, the Kree Has Marvel uh, Who also defected From the war mm-hmm. So clearly they're not, it's not black and white, mm-hmm. not, they're all good, they're not all bad, they're, you know.
1: Yeah. They, I, I love this reveal because it uh, what it's it, the MacGuffin is not the, the light speed engine, the MacGuffin is not the test wreck. At the end of the day, it's it's Matt Middleton's c- character going back to his family, and then f- f- you find out that they're refugees and stuff like that. And if you look back on the rest of the movie, uh, it makes sense because there's that, that first uh, action sequence where uh, Space Force. Is, is come upon those uh, scrolls, right? Is it Space Force or Star Force? Starforce. Is it Space Force or Starforce Star Force? Yeah, Star Force. And then you realize, oh, the cre- the scrolls, if you look back on it, the scrolls weren't attacking them and stuff like that. They were actually just kind of doing this weird thing with just trying to scare them off. Mm. Remember the one scroll was had the drop on Gemma Gemma Gemma's Gemma Gemma character. Chan? Gemma Chan's character. Yeah. And she, he didn't shoot her and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's all good stuff. And if you look at the the, the, the scene where Ben Middlesen's character is probing uh Captain Marvel's uh brain He's not doing anything malicious or, or particularly nasty and stuff like that. So so I, I, speak, I think it's great.
0: Speaking of probing, hey, I've, hey, never,
1: I've, never hey, seen, I've never seen
0: I've never seen that kind of like flashback thing where it's an interactive flashback. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat yeah. how they pulled that off.
1: It, they somebody mentioned mentioned it online. It's a little bit like uh, the only thing that was similar is uh, s- uh spot, uh, spot uh, internal sunshine and a spotless mind.
0: Oh so yes, it's a little true, bit
1: like true, that, but it's true. but it's but it's different because it's it's from Ben Mendelsohn's kind. Of, he's like kind of looking down it from a god perspective. Well, no, no, like right? but
0: it's, I thought Eternal Sunshine part of his mind. You see stuff changing,
1: right? Oh you yeah, don't, you don't you don't
0: you can't manipulate the the images.
1: No, they're deleting, aren't they? Dude, they're they they're delete, deleting, yeah. you know, but
0: you don't. Manip- you can't manipulate those memories. Yeah, this one he was literally like rewinding it, mm-hmm. like I'll go back to that. And you know, focusing I just on certain forcing parts, forcing her, yeah. forcing her to look down at certain details in yeah. her in her memory. That's a great scene. Yeah, that's you know, scene. I, I thought I thought that was that was really effective how mm-hmm. they how they pulled that off. Mm-hmm. Um, that fight scene with where she where her her hands were shackled. I thought that's one of the best fight scenes in the movie. That's a good scene. Yeah. You know, that was so that was very entertaining. You know? Yeah, well, she's
1: like hung upside down and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, if you look back on that scene, she is actually the aggressor in that in that scene. You in, in that entire fight scene, right? I don't think it, it turns out the people that were working on her were scientists. They're not like evil menacing doctors trying, you know, dissect her and stuff like that. And I don't think like I, said, I don't think they punched or attacked her when she was trying to escape and stuff like that. So it's one of those movies where you can kind of look back and you realize, oh, the scrolls are like these kind of peaceful refugees, they're actually the victims and then uh, they're the victim of this uh Cree propaganda and stuff like that. You know, they're actually like, you know, they're actually very peaceful and stuff. It's good it's a good twist. It's
0: Speaking great. of the Cree, so how soon did you realize Jude Law was actually the bad guy? Oh, I mean
1: when the movie started. I mean when the trailer started and stuff like that. When the trailer started you know, when the movie started you know, so yeah yeah.
0: I I think the mo- the moment the moment I know that oh that he's definitely not Marvel because I know I know there was all this talk about oh is oh, yeah, he Marvel yeah, yeah. or not? Right? I, I I think the moment that when he was doing the sparring thing, which I thought the sparring thing was kind of fun to watch. Yes. Um it when, when he was matter. like forcing his lessons on her, mm-hmm. which you could easily see as a martial arts, like, oh, he's a teacher, mm-hmm. she's a student, he's teaching her how to how to how to properly mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's there's this hint of for me at least, because I, I understand the background of Captain Marvel's origins. Yeah. It, for me, there was a hint of gaslighting. Yeah. Right. She was he's telling her what to do. He's telling her what to think. Yeah. You know, and and yes, like I said. You could you can inaccuracy say that, Oh, hey, no, he's a teacher teaching her how to do stuff. But at the same yeah. time, there's a tinge of like Gaslighting and and him and- Yeah, and
1: yeah, this uh this entire movie can and their relationship can be taken as a metaphor for uh for abusive relationship between a man and woman. So right, like. she he's manipulating her. She's telling just like telling her how, how to dress and stuff like that. You know, telling her who her friends should be and stuff like that. Where where she can go and you know what I mean? There's metaphors for that kind of that shitty toxic masculinity and abusive relationship and stuff like that. Especially at the end. Where she he tries to dictate the terms of their fight, you know what I mean? Right, right. And then she finally kind of breaks free and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That that stuff is all great. And actually, going back to your original question, when I felt when I realized he was kind of a a, a bad guy is actually when the he, uh, he talks to Ronan, the accuser, and then the accuser says, "Oh, I'll co- I'll go out there and stuff like that. I'll take care." But he cuts him off and he says, "I don't want you to come. You know, I, I can handle this." It, it does seem like he. I, I don't even think the rest of the crew knows. The potential of her power and stuff like that. I think he's kept her, and the fact that she absorbed that Tesseract's power to himself a little bit. Did you get that? I feel no, like- no. I don't, think, I don't think
0: that's it. Okay. Um, they, the way they, the way they explain it, he he gave her his blood. I understand. That, yeah, right. I understand. And, and so basically, but yeah, but I think you're right. I think he's trying to groom her, like. A, once again, toxic masculinity. Yeah. He's trying to groom her to be the perfect weapon for him.
1: Exactly, but not for the entire. But not for, that, cre- for the crew. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. See, that's why. That's why I thought that scene where he says, "Ronan, hey, yeah, don't come. You stay over wherever you are in the galaxy. I got this and stuff."
0: Odd enough, that was a scene where I thought maybe he isn't the bad guy. Oh, really? Huh? He's protecting her from Ronan.
1: No, I I, he-
0: I. I saw. I always saw Ronan as the bad guy because he's the guy that's sent to destroy planets, right? right. So I automatically think, oh, well, he's definitely a bad guy.
1: Maybe this is what the filmmaker wanted. They wanted. You could go. You could go either way. You go either Cause way. Because I read it no. as he wants to keep her and her power and stuff to himself, so he can use it. At no, some that point. I got. Yeah,
0: but I I thought he was protecting her from Ronan and the rest of the Creed But it, no, it still turns out to yeah. be the same thing yeah. where yeah. he just wants to control her
1: and a, just a little bit, uh, a little bit, uh, a, a little bit of the MCU Easter egg. Did you see that uh, the the Shaman Hanzu's character? Yeah, he wanted to tell Ronan, hey, yeah, hey, come on now, we, 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 we're buddies, because that that eventually sets up. Their relationship with Guardian of the Galaxy, right? Because eventually he becomes his uh, Ronan's henchman, right? So I was, I was, I thought that was, I thought true, that was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and then, like you said, the fight, the fight at the end where Jude Law realized that that he's he, he wants her to depower de- herself, yeah, so that he can take advantage of her, and she's last day we go. And I think that that was like the superhero moment for her was yeah. that I had nothing to prove to you, yeah, you know. So it's like it's like it is that that feminine, uh, fem yeah. that feminist idea that hey. I don't have to prove how good, how equal of a person I am with you mm-hmm. when I know I, I can I yeah. can, actually do better than you.
1: I have my own power. I can use my... I have access to my full power. I have, and there's nothing wrong with being emotional. There's nothing wrong with the feelings I have. I am my, my own right. person. You know what I mean? It's, it's all good metaphor. It's all good story time. And another thing... Which I, is what I'm saying. A lot of reviewers seems to overlook. That, that makes a whole... Point. And I think not, not a lot of people have picked up. I saw it on Twitter, though. Some people have picked it up. I think this is what makes it a plus storytelling. Again, another example of a plus storytelling. They link that and they tether that to her to a very anti military establishment kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, A very anti military kind of thing. You know what I mean? I thought that was pretty genius because everything we talked about so far, you might be able to see in other movies about you know personal growth, a feminine message. But the way that they, they link that to her army. Her army stuff—it's—I thought it was really great. I thought it, it's fantastic. Well,
0: in the context, it is the '80s, mm-hmm. right? No.
1: So
0: mm-hmm. there's the, still there were still a lot of people in the army who were not open having females uh, serving.
1: No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh, about okay. just like rebelling against what you're told. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah, right. Because uh, what do you call? You could also look at the relationship between the two characters, uh, Jude lost character and Brie lost character as a as a drill sergeant telling a telling a trainee, "Hey, listen." You're in the army. There's there's no room for emotions. There's only the the we're the good guys. They're the enemies. The cre- you know what I mean. You right. have to suppress your emotions. You have to suppress your humanity. There's no sympathy in this army. You know what I mean. You see a full mail jacket. You see right, that. Right, you know right, what, what I right. mean. And the, like I said, and then the way they link that to Brie Larson's character and the fact that she turns on it, she goes anti-establishment, anti-military, and then she takes the side of what she f- later finds out as the refugee or the enemy and stuff. Like that. I think I think that's a plus. That's a plus storytelling. That's that's next level storytelling story writing and something which stuff. is
0: somewhat ironic because I believe the Air Force is using Captain Marvel as a promoting tool to join the Air Force
1: it's pretty right. it's pretty subversive stuff I think the writer and director director has got away with one it's very subversive well they might have missed it because, because the thing is technically she's rebelling against uh, a Cree side society, yeah. you know what I mean but they but, don't understand metaphor but
0: I, I really think the metaphor is still about uh, male toxicity. You know I, I think it has everything to do with that. I mean yeah you're saying that the it, there has a military background as well but I think it's less of that and really just more oh, how of many, the, how many you know, the, how many
1: how many generals in the army are men versus women. The thing the things are interlinked. They think the two things are linked.
0: Oh yeah, sure. I mean if yeah. you keep going down the metaphor you can get to that point. Yeah. But I think I think on the base level it just it really is more of the the uh a, a woman who's rebelling against people who think they know better than her. Or it could be more than one thing. It, it be could multiple. be more than one thing. But I think, I think in the base, the basic, the basic thematic structure is that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, you, you, years from now, people can, could do an essay about what you're saying exactly. But I think when they were writing it, it might just be as simple as that.
1: I don't, I don't think you should underestimate the writer. They're pretty smart. But I,
0: I don't think so. The things, well, the thing, the thing about good thematic metaphors and mm-hmm. whatnot is you could pull other stuff into that. Layers That's good That's it's, Yeah It's layers A good writing You can write in one layer mm-hmm. But if it's really good You can add more layers to that The lot. reader can pick up Other it's stuff it's from that That's a lot that. of layers That's a lot of layers
1: But yeah It's good stuff So that's the This is all the good stuff And I think also Samuel Jackson is fantastic I thought his arc is fantastic I think it's great I love the fact I, I love the fact that He basically plays The lovable psychic and stuff like He plays all cutesies with the cat and stuff like that. He does. And then I love the fact that it's this experience that propels him into creating actually it looks like it seems they kind of redid the whole Nick Fury thing. It's like he's because of what he sees in this movie he becomes Nick Fury. He creates a persona. He tells uh, uh, Clark Grace character like uh, exaggerated story of how he lost his eye and stuff like that. Because he realizes if he's going to face these uh, new threats and stuff like she has to be bigger. He has to be more of a macho thing that he is and stuff like that. It does. I, I think it, it's great.
0: It does seem like it also means that he didn't tell anybody his experience. Yeah, because mm-hmm. obviously Agent Coulson doesn't know anything about this. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Because um, because if you if you rewatch some of the other MCU movies, they don't refer to they they oh they're surprised that there's an alien aliens invading yeah. Earth mm-hmm. as if it's the first time they've seen it. Well, maybe they is the first time they've seen it. But Nick Fury has seen it before. Yeah, but uh, clearly he hasn't told anybody. Yeah, he, about
1: it. he sort of just kind of goes to work, creating these protocols, and c- creating this stuff, but with, without telling people the reason why. The reason like
0: why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he's even keeping the whole that thing with Brie Larson with uh, Carol Danvers thing a secret too. Mm-hmm. It seems like,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Good so
0: may, uh, my only guess, maybe Maria Hill is the only one that knows. Probably.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But then we. But then she was also caught in the snap. So. Yeah. <laughs> I Guess. Eh, yeah. What are gonna do? What are you gonna do? I do like the whole thing about how he explained. Everybody calls you Fury. Nobody calls me Nicholas or Nick. Yeah. Right? And from, when, from my re- recollection, recollection, uh, Maria Hill is the only one that calls him Nick. hmm Right? I, th- I think uh, Robert Redford called him Nick, but then he's, he's a Hydra agent.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hydra.
0: That's good stuff. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah. This is all the good stuff. And then the other thing I liked a lot was, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, the, the Best Friend and stuff like that. I think it's really good. I yeah, know. you know, a
0: lot of, lot of people are taking that differently. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. Because mm-hmm. first off, uh, you actually have two women characters who are not in competition with each other, mm-hmm. right? They're they support actually each other they actually mm-hmm. support each other, right? Mm-hmm. And and I thought I thought it was going to be really awkward trying to trying to push. Uh, what's what's the name of her friend?
1: Uh, Rambo. I just don't know. What that's it's Rambo. But Rambeau. Then, Rambeau.
0: I know I know the daughter is Monica Rambo. Right. I don't know what the what the mom is. Yeah. Uh. But but I I th- I thought it was like. I thought it would have been tricky for them to figure out a way to, for us to care for this character that shows up in the final act mm-hmm. and then some. suddenly we are supposed to believe that they were best friends. Mm-hmm. But I think the one scene in you know, the table... Was very effective. It's very good. You know, I, I thought I thought it was really written very well. A lot of people said, "Oh, it stops the movie." I got, mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I, I really think that established who she is, why she's important to to Carol Denver's character.
1: I think the actors did as as much as they could with the material that they gave, they had for that scene and stuff like that. They did show like they have a like a like a bond and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I do believe I do believe some of the criticism is valid and the stuff that they they should set up more in the in the first act. The best friend thing? Yeah, the best friend thing and stuff like that. But we'll get to that.
0: Well it was just a plot device where she has a best friend. You yeah. know, and then and then forty five minutes later you get to see her. And then after that she's back again to being a supporting character. Yeah. You know, I mean there are there are moments in the movie that 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 that, that shows her, but I think I think they were focused more on the daughter than they were with the mom. Yeah, you know, except for that one scene, that that, that, that
1: table more, conversation. More than anything else, it seems like they're setting, they're just setting up the daughter for a big bigger part in the in the MCU and stuff. They yeah. she, uh, uh Brie Larson's character spent a lot lots of time with that uh, with that kid and stuff like well, that. Well, not
0: know. with that, but I mean, I mean, in the comic books, Monica Rambeau is so becomes that. a future Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah, as well. I mean, she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers. Yeah. Uh, she's also called Photon or whatever, which is which is a call sign for her mom in mm-hmm. in the movie. Very cool you know, so your call sign, uh, Avenger Carol, it's Avenger, cool. Danvers cool. yeah, I mean, the I believe for... that wasn't a call sign in the comic books, but no, it whatever. It's, it's, like, it's a good way of like the reason why, because people are like, why would Nick Fury call it the Avengers event? What are they avenging? Right. Mm-hmm. This finally has an answer to
1: yeah. that. Yeah, it's good stuff. All all this stuff is all that stuff we mentioned so far is the positive stuff. No, mm-hmm. I'm not done with the positive stuff. All right, go ahead.
0: Um, I I, al- I also like the the I also liked how he lost his eye. Yeah, it's good. I know a lot of fanboys are butthurt with the whole reveal that that the big reveal is that he lost his eye from a cat. Yeah. you know, it's like it's a running gag that happened through twenty movies, and it pays off in this movie.
1: And it fits to what 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 I mentioned earlier about his arc of the, not only in this movie but for the whole MCU. Like I said, he is because of this experience with Carol Danvers, he's building a persona now for Nick Fury. The Nick Fury that you see. In the in the Nick, current timeline, yeah. is based on this. You know what I mean. He he transforms himself. I mean, he's still Nick Fury. He's still a badass. He's doing you know he he mentioned he, he went on missions to Afghanistan and all this stuff. And he's still a badass. But the thing is, he realized with, this is a bigger world of aliens and all this superpower beings. And he's just a regular human being. So if he's gonna recruit superpower human beings, if there are other people like Carol Downing out there, he can't. Be who he is at this moment. You know what I mean. He right. has to create a, a, a persona. That's why he tells Colson at the end, "Oh, I got this. I got this because I I fought alien. I I I had to fight or something like that. You know what I mean." And then he's telling people, you know, Captain America, that, "Oh, I I lost this eye because I trusted somebody." It's not just a gag and stuff. Like but like I said, he because of this, he's creating a persona. He's creating a Nick Fury that's bad badass. Because like I said, he the only way he can control a superpower team is if he if they think. He's a badass, you know what I mean. So I think it's it's good storytelling, actually. It's really great. Well, I, thought, a, on, you're, you're, I think uh, Nick Fury actually has the best arc in this in this story. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. He
0: does. He does have the best arc. Yeah. I, I, uh if, if if it wasn't for Nick Fury, I don't think this movie would have worked. Yeah. But not only that, but it also shows he's 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 being suspicious, yeah. paranoid. Mm-hmm. He trusted an alien, the Flurken, yeah. right, and he lost his eye because yeah. of that. You know, that's essentially what he meant by, I I trusted somebody and I lost the eye because of that.
1: And also it's good storytelling because you can't go into a two-person movie and both being badasses. You know what I mean? So Nick Fury and Samuel Jackson and the writers and all that, they decide, you know what, Nick Fury at this moment is not that bad, badass. He, like I said, he's, he's just going to play the lovable sidekick and stuff in this. You know what I mean? She, he's going to, uh, Brie Larson is the no-nonsense Badass person, you know what I mean. So yeah, but it's, I also, think it's, it's also it's
0: also like a, a body picture kind of kind yeah. of trope, you know, pairing up Carol Danvers and Nick mm-hmm. Fury together. It, it is like the odd couple mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yeah, and I, I kind of like how they play on that.
1: Yeah, it's know? good. I thought I really thought they made some big bold choices with this this Nick Fury in the eight nineties. I think it worked. I think I think it's really smart. I think it's really 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 really, really smart. Well, what's also
0: really smart is the Marvel Studios logo. Yes, with Stanley as a Stanley tribute. Not only that, but in, booby- inserting Stanley, uh, Stanley in the train sequence, reading the script for Rats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice. It was a very nice touch. It's very, and it's, it's, although I would say that the one scene where the camera cuts away and you see Brie Larson looking down at Stanley smiling, mm-hmm. it does seem like that that is purely just mm-hmm. fan service because. It completely yeah. like stops the movie. Yeah. But it's at a, the same time hour. where you excuse it because hey, it's a Stanley thing. It's a it's a beautiful moment because you know it's it is. Stanley oh, the, in the 90s. Speaking of the train of scene, the fight with 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 her and the scroll in the train scene, the old
1: It's not the, very good. I know, I
0: know. I like that scene. I, I did like it at all. Oh, you didn't like it I, at I, all? I, I, I liked it, it. I liked
1: it. I, I know it's kind of a reference to Bullet, that old movie. I didn't like it. The problem is a reference to what? But the, the the old Steve movie. McQueen movie, Steve McQueen, they, no, or French Connection. They see it's one of those two. They 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 reference for that chase scene and all that stuff. Anyway, I, I I'm not a big fan of the action sequences. I'm a I'm a fan of the CGI. I thought it was well done, but I'm not a big fan of the.
0: Am only concerned with with like, this goes with the whole like this? These directors are from indie films.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't seem to know what to do with background characters. Yeah, right. Like like the train scene, with the background characters. They were they 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 were they were kind of just looking. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. There's a scene where they yeah. tried to stop her. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like they had to because she needed to get away, yeah. right? But beyond that, everybody just kind of stood back. Yeah. I know this is pre-9/11, and people were more yeah. were more willing to just like move back and let things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know; it just seemed like unbelievable to me. Her walking in the, the you sp-
1: said you liked the tray sequence. But, I like the fight sequence okay. I'm
0: talking about I'm commenting on the background people yeah, right. you know and also when when she was in the subway you know looking at, we, we had a weird costume and everybody's just staring at her they're just kind of like going along their business I,
1: I, I, that's fine for me cause I, yeah. I don't I don't, or, I, or when, I don't like, look at weirdos or when weirdos. Nick Fury
0: got into a, to a car crash where's everybody no, that's kind of weird like nobody approached the car crash well
1: know? it's LA they got, we got things to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah No it's not, it's not at all But but uh, Oh Agent Coulson I I do like I do mm-hmm. like uh, He was the scroll In yes. that one mm-hmm. I kind of like that That's very clever That's very good Yeah That, that also gives the whole uh, Possible deniability that Coulson, that Coulson Doesn't know anything About what happens Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's all Nick Fury from that mm-hmm. point on uh, what, what else did it like I I mean I, I thought she was badass When she was When she had the full Binary powers And all that stuff mm-hmm. You know, people complain that oh, sh- she hasn't learned how to use her powers, and yet here she is using her powers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it. I think That's it was fine. more like oh, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: I have other issues with that action sequence, but not nothing to do with the fact that she, she, uh, she can use her powers. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, 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 I really, you say with-
0: binary? I say super, super saiyan. Super yeah, Super Saiyan. A lot mm-hmm. of people are talking about Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what else? What else? Oh, uh, once again, we should emphasize how good Ben Mendelsohn is in his role. He's really good in this one. Yeah, yeah. He, he he does give uh, a nice charm to to the the Skrull character that he has, Talos I think, Talos mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's not just so much that they're they're not the bad guys, not so much that they're the victims or refugee, but they infuse. The the scrolls of such humanity. The joke about him, like, why would I turn into a, a cabinet? Doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? I do it's I like, like that. Yes. And yes, the yes. other one was like the, the they have the corns. They've had it for like years, but they couldn't figure it out. And then uh, I think it was Carol Damaris that says, "Yeah, you have to add uh, altitude. It's, it's 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 in space and stuff like that." And then they go, oh, and you're the scientist? You're the science guy? (laughs) He's your science guy? (laughs) Oh. Somebody mentioned it. uh, Jenny Hong, uh, the the lady that wrote... uh, to all the boys, I love. She mentioned that the kind of humor that they use for the scrolls is very much like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of humor, right? Where right, they right, where right. they gave the monsters humanity with with humor and stuff like that. I think yeah, that's an excellent point. I I yeah. I, I, I think yeah. I think the two best scenes or the two best jokes are actually those. Where she,
0: a lot of the Ben Mendelsohn stuff are good. It's fantastic. It's almost almost all the Ben Mendelsohn stuff are yeah. good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like I said, it's it's it, it just with that because of those kind of jokes, and it, it just gives the scroll so much humanity. You right. really em- emphasize it. it's really good stuff.
0: And yeah, mm-hmm. and and you kind of have to because they're, they're the ones that you are supposed to emphasize mm-hmm. by, by the end. Mm-hmm. You know, um um what else? What else? I lost my thought.
1: Mendelssohn. Uh, Annette Benning, we haven't mentioned, which is oh, good. yeah, let's
0: mention Annette Benning. Um, I know she wasn't in the movie that much, mm-hmm. but w- w- when she was there, she was good, she's good, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I kind of like the twist that, that Marvel is, yeah, Annette Benning because everybody's looking for the guy to be Marvel, oh, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go, Nope, it's a close yeah,
1: yeah. If the other lesson or the other theme of the, of the movie is women inspiring or help, helping each other, you have to have that. Marvel character be a woman? It makes, yeah, it makes sense. It,
0: it, I think somebody pointed out on, online saying how how like I know I know I'm supposed to compare female superheroes, but mm-hmm. in Wonder Woman she got her powers from Zeus, which mm-hmm. is a guy, mm-hmm. right? So they could have done the repeat of that by Marvel being a guy giving the powers to yeah. to Carol Danvers, but nope, they made they made her also it's a smart, woman. It's a smart, change. So it's a woman. Yeah, because I mean it's a feminist movie. They yeah. have to do something like this, yeah. right? Yeah, so, it,
1: that's a good retcon from the comic books. Because the comic books, he you know, uh, Marvel gives. You know Danvers her his, her powers and stuff. That. Right. It's so let, so
0: let's talk about Brie Larson herself. Mm-hmm. I guess which I guess segues to the negative stuff as well. Uh, positive stuff. I actually liked her in the role. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I thought I thought she does give a nice charm to her character. She's essentially a soldier mm-hmm. or an Air Force person, pilot, but she's also kind of spunky. Mm-hmm. She's also kind of kind of impulsive. Mm-hmm. You know, basically emotions. Mm-hmm. Right. She's able to show emotions. She's not a straight lace army person that's just gonna kill kill bang bang. Mm-hmm. You know, she actually has some personality. Yeah. You know, and I kind of, it kind of makes her more yeah. human that way. Okay. 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 You know, so, because okay. I mean, if she was just like a Rambo, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, or not, 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 uh, not her friend Rambo, mm-hmm. but like, Steven, Oh, Steven,
1: Monica, Monica Rambo. That's the daughter. Damn it. What's the, what's the, what's the best friend's name? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, right. Sorry, I have to look it up. Sorry. You should finish your thought though.
0: But, um, but it, yeah, it, it, it does, it does seem like, like, the whole body picture uh, gimmick that that, mm-hmm. that she has with Nick Fury wouldn't work if she didn't have personality. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying she actually has personality, sure. you know, mm-hmm. and, and she's able to show some nuances to to the fact that, yeah, she's a soldier on a mission, mm-hmm. you know, like a mission that her, her superior told her, don't, don't do this, yeah. you know, but she's doing it anyway because she wants to prove herself yeah. because, you know, Women have to sure. prove themselves or whatever. Sure, why not? Right. So, so but but it's it's, one, it's basically the the the, the storyline of a soldier goes on a mission and the mission goes sideways. Mm-hmm. And then she, it's revealed that it's more than just the mission. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it is. Yeah.
1: It's about her. It actually turned out to be about her humanity and who she is and stuff like that. It's good. Yeah, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I liked her yeah. in the role. I mean, I, I mean. hear here my whole thing, though. Maria. I, Maria Rambeau. Maria, there you go. hear my whole thing. I like being launched in the role, but I think it's one of those things where I will like the character in her next movie. Just like how I kind of felt about Doctor Strange. His movie is fine. It's perfectly, it's good and stuff like that. And he
0: was improved on by the Russo brothers? Yeah, but
1: the yeah. Yeah, but the, the version that we saw actually in uh, Thor Ragnarok was actually better than the one we saw in Doctor Strange. And same thing in Infinity War. I thought the Doctor Strange in that one was actually better. You know what I mean? I think it's, this character has potential. But the thing is, I thought Brie Larkin is, is fine. It's good given what she was. She uh, had to work with. But I thought the writing, the bad part of the writing is is that character. It's the whole amnesia of it all, you know what I mean? The whole, the fact that she's an amnesia character, she doesn't, she, she doesn't have any desires or wants other than completing that mission, I guess. But she has no real, nothing you, um, there's nothing driving her, you know what I mean?
0: Other examples. Well,
1: th- well, what what's driving her is to complete the mission. Yeah, but it's not, it's not to me, that's not very compelling. And, this, and the other thing that bothers her is that uh, she has visions. I mean, or you know, she has a bad feeling. It not to me. That's not very compelling. You, you look at other movies where the Amnesia does char- the character like Jason Bourne and what's the Memento and stuff like that. There's there's a there's I guess they're trying to avoid it and stuff. But there's a there's a there's a pull through those movies. There's a through line. You know what I mean? There are there are bad things that they those characters did in the past, and they they were trying to solve that. You know what I mean? Then this movie just doesn't have that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean the, the whole mystery is like how did she get to this point? Yeah, but she doesn't know how she got to that point, though.
0: She, well, you know that's I mean? the part of the being the character. that character, and that's the, that's the I know that's, you don't like Amisha's storylines, but that's it's just one thing, right?
1: No, it's not, not just that Amisha. It's just like what you do with it. it you know what I mean? Amisha's storylines are fine, but if it's, if it's done right, if this, if there's if there's, a, if there's a thing in the past that drives that pulls the story, pulls the character. But I just don't think it has that. What drives her, like you said, is to complete the mission. But it has nothing to do with the amnesia stuff and stuff. You well, know I mean?
0: I, actually, I can add to that. Oh. The, the the general plot is for her for her to complete the mission. Yeah. But based on the images that she's seeing, she's curious. Like, who's the other? Who's this other mm-hmm. woman that I see in my vision? Yeah. And. And what's the story with, with an admitting character? Yeah. And that's you know, the why other, are they in my in my head? Some
1: of the stuff that doesn't work and it's because of their Amnesia character is like once when once she finally breaks away from uh Jude Law and the Kree society, I don't think there's not there's not enough setup in that first twenty minutes and stuff like that. I the problem with the first twenty minutes is it's either not long enough where you see her uh really immersed in the Creek soldier stuff, the Creek culture and stuff like that, part of the team. And so it's either not long enough or not short enough. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is, though. I can't figure it out. I I think it's too long, honestly. I just think there needs to be more. It just seems like that's, like, her first mission and stuff. It doesn't seem like she's all in on this Creek thing. So when she breaks away from that identity, it's not that Big of a break. It's not that big a deal, and also th- that's the same critique I have with her and her best friend reuniting and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I like I said, they get characters. The actors did what they could with the scenes that they have with the little flashback and stuff. But it's just not that big a deal to me when they when they get re- reunited after six years. You know, six years to me, not seeing your friend is not that big a deal. You know, it's not like it's not like Captain America where he misses seventy years and all his friends are dead. You know what I mean it just it just doesn't have that emotional weight again it's because of the amnesia I think what would work better is 6 if- years though you can't. You can get the emotional weight from her being gone for six years. No, yeah, they all they, all. they all thought she was dead. I don't. I just not there. Like I said, you don't. That kind of that kind of worked for me actually. It doesn't work because you don't see enough of their relationship before before they reunite. You know what I mean? It's just not enough. That those little snippets on the flashback. It's just not enough. It's just not enough weight there. And I think there would have been more weight if they were just made them just like lesbians and stuff like but that. But the, the weight.
0: They, the weight there is the fact that she was taken from them. For six years, yeah, but the, the, that the, is the weight
1: But the thing is, for six years—that's six years. I, I don't see most of my friends for like six years or something. It's not to me. It's not. It just doesn't think have that much for weight. like
0: a kidnapped person who was gone for six years. It's
1: just—I don't know. It's just to me. It just doesn't have enough gravity. Doesn't enough weight. Like uh, for I said,
0: me, I think it was just the context. She yeah. was
1: essentially a kidnapped person, gone for six years. Yeah, but they didn't know that she was kidnapped and stuff like that. She knows that we know. She that didn't as the, know as she the did, audience. She, she, but the characters, the, the people that actually interacting in the scene, they don't know that. She didn't realize that until very recently and stuff. No, that. but but I mean, say, from the audience perspective,
0: mm-hmm. we know that we know how bad it is. But you no, see she that
1: We're told that we're. To, I think we're told that they have a relationship. At different, we don't, don't see it. I from, don't see. I don't, don't see
0: it for Carol Danvers because she still has amnesia. I just we see it from her friend, from Maria
1: Rambeau I just don't see. It's just it's nothing against the acting and stuff like that. It's not because they they maximize the, the screen time they have together. But it, to me, it's just—it's just not enough. It's just there's no weight to it. There's, just like I said—that's six years, and them thinking—it's just not enough consequence for them to be, have a real emotional impact. It's just—it's just not there. Like I said, if they really want to do something really kind of cool, revolutionary and stuff like that, they—they they should have just been like uh, uh, lesbians. They should have just been—they—they they, it would have been—they no. would have been more weight if the woodcut. If they were both co-parents to that daughter and stuff like that, and then she, a mom is missing, you don't think that's more emotional and stuff?
0: No, because I I already got that emotion from the context of the fact that she was gone for six years, that they took her they took her away from them for six years.
1: It's not, it's, it's just not enough. I don't think they stayed... For me, it was. And for little, me, it was. Just just, I, just, I just the notion that she was gone for six years I understand, but was I, enough. I understand. It's for you, but I'm saying those little snippets you see in that, in that flashback in that bars and stuff, it's just not enough. You see them looking at the, the pictures, it's not enough. And also, the whole thing with... Was her, it enough for me? E- I understand. I understand how how to. I understand how opinions work, Albert. I understand that. That's not that's not the point here. And also, I, I just don't understand. I actually, I I actually, I, I actually don't. I didn't get her admiration for the Marvel character too. Again, it's because of that media you don't see that much of it. It's just not enough.
0: That that, that was a, a say say but don't show kind of thing. Yeah, because just, they say about how how they, her and Maria talked about how they they worked underneath. And right. Marvel's character mm-hmm. Right And they were close Because of that Yeah And that they, She was the reason Why she they're able To even fly planes Right You know So the context Is pretty much What they said They didn't yeah. show it But it's, they did say Exactly
1: it. It's just not enough It's just too much Talking and showing And the other thing Is did her her Because that's the vision That she sees When she enters The, the, the AI right So it's just, I just Don't think It's enough there And like I said It's the admiration For her mostly because All the time That she worked With them Uh Previous to that, that that, that alien th- the alien, you know, the the spaceship launch, because that's the one, because that's the only day she realized she was working on something that was um, truly special, right? You, right. Know, you know what I mean? So that I just it's just that part of it just doesn't work. The amnesia of it, the way they use it, it's just not enough. She's too much of a blank slate, you know what I mean? And then there's just not enough weight. It's the same kind of critique, the same kind of problem I had with uh, Aquaman. There's not enough weight to it. There's not enough consequence. You know what I mean? It's not like I said that six years missing in front, It's just it's not enough. So do you think they should have started with her in Earth and then and then
0: it, and then she gets kidnapped in and a, all that
1: stuff? No, in a way they could just started. In a way they could have just started with her just landing in the blockbuster. I guess you know. What no, I mean? But then that would be the same exact thing though. But the thing, is, but but that's that's why I, I'm not sure if they should. Had more. You, in the, you, you know what they base the whole amnesia thing too, right? I know. I understand. It's a it, that's the same thing as uh, what do you call it? Carol Danvers in the comics. I
0: understand. No, yeah. no, not at all. Uh-huh. Robocop. You, you didn't. You didn't hear this conversation. It
1: doesn't really matter. No, 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 no.
0: There's a difference in Robocop. Mm-hmm. When he was Robocop, he had amnesia, and yeah. he had to he had to learn his past through mm-hmm. visions. Mm-hmm. The difference here mm-hmm. is we knew him before he was Robocop. Mm-hmm. We don't know Carol Danvers before she was. She was part of the Cree and whatnot. Yeah. So you don't get that emotional connection right at the very beginning because you don't get that past. That's why I think for you, it didn't work because, because you don't know who she is and why should you care about these flashbacks? Mm-hmm. But in terms of the Robocop, they established that, oh no, he was a guy, he was a human, you know, and, and this is what was taken
1: from him. And the thing is, you could, you could, but you can scrub all that critique I have of the whole her connection with Earth. And you can that the part with her having a connection with the Cree empire and her, her thing also work. I, that's still, I think that's still a valid critique. You know what I mean? Because she, she, she immerses her humanity, but she breaks away with Cree. So I, those two things have to be powerful. The fact... And like I said, she, there's not enough also established for why she's not into the Kree or what, does she, what did she do for six years with, with the Cree? Did she all, go around murder people and stuff like no, that? No, she was, she was in training. So six years, is that how training went? Because that's, that's
0: what it seemed like. Based, not- based on the conversations the he, they, she had with Jude Law's character. It seemed like he kept her pretty much under wraps, it's, it's and not, she was. Remember, she was all like, "I want to go on a mission.
1: I yeah. want to go on a mission." That's just not. That's just to me. That's just not enough weight. I mean, like I guess I think the 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 movie should have been more ambitious with that. You know oh yeah, I mean? true.
0: But like I said, I think I think, think, it I, been think more I think that's that's where the fact that they were Indian directors, you know, they didn't know how far they could go with the yeah. property. Plus, it would have been like a two and a half hour movie if if you added yeah. in all the things you're asking for.
1: Yeah, you I'm know? just saying. Uh, the Amnesia stuff is just kind of it's a, it's a, it, it handicaps it. I, I understand what they're trying to do. It's because it's also a metaphor for uh, Drew Laws manipulation and all that stuff. And I understand all that. And it's a reference to RoboCop. It's a reference to actually a comic origins. I just don't think it works. It, it just works here. I just I just don't think it does. That's my biggest critique. And and my other critique, uh, going back to the 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 train station, the the, the chase sequence of the train, that doesn't work because there's no there's no real. What was the point of the Cree the scroll shooting her? You know, the whole thing was like the whole thing was she like was, ca- she was Cree. Hmm? She was Cree. No, she, they established that they still need information from her, though, right? And so when they when they scrubbing her brain for information and stuff, were they just gonna try and kill her, or were they trying to capture? Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. I think they were trying to get her attention so that so she would the, chase what? them and then they could trap her. Again,
1: that. That's that's not. There's not enough motivation in the, in that scene. There's not enough, It's just a action sequence for the sake of action. I think that's a very bad scene. I think it's very bad. Like I said, they because they accept the fact that they they need her for her information because they know something about where the thing is, and then they just shoot her. What was the what was the point of shooting her? Just to chase her and stuff like that. It just doesn't make sense. And also the last sequence. They're rock, the shooting rockets and 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 stuff like that. Again, there's no context to that. What happened? Is it a missile? Is it a rocket? Is it shooting at her? Wait, wait, what wait, it uh, what, Earth? What are you referring to? At the very end, the very the, end. Do you mean the Ronan? Yeah, when Ronan shows up and stuff Who's like that. He was
0: gonna blow up Earth.
1: He's gonna blow up, up Earth. again.
0: Th- not th- there was that was established. They said they sent him out to destroy a planet that, that it's filled with scrolls. I think they should show the uh, like
1: the, those rockets actually showing the impact. You know can't
0: because I mean? that would cause complications to the whole to the MCU plotline.
1: I know not not on Earth. I'm saying he should sh- shot rockets at, 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 at a another planet.
0: planet? There's not,
1: again, there's no well, context. It's,
0: it's, once again, it's down to a whole like okay, as you know, with a lot of indie directors. They have to work with a smaller budget. I a lot have, of the stuff they have to be told, not shown. Yeah, but, but you understand. There's, there's there's also criticism and stuff like that. This, I, this, no, no, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I said for me, it doesn't bother me as much.
1: Yeah, you, you, but you can't grave. You can't. You can't grave. You can't. Uh, What's Uh, grade on curve. Because the what do you call it? The what? It? The Russo brothers. What kind of did the TV and they did the they did independent movies too and stuff like that. They they got the, it. The they Russo brothers it. did a lot of shorthand in Infinity War. Yeah, but but they get it. They get action sequences that have to have consequences. No,
0: no, that. no. I, what I'm saying is they, they they did a lot of shorthand. Because what, what you're asking for is more explanation for certain things. No, but, no. But the movie does a lot of shorthand.
1: You say explanation. I say context. I say you have to have context for these. The context these they 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 tell you the context. That's no. the one flaw in the, in the writing. Exactly. The, the, uh, that's that's. A flaw you agree with me?
0: There's a flaw. I, I agree with you, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much because because the MC does a lot of shorthands. Yeah. I'm used to it by now. <laughs>
1: Not really. The MCU is a, di- a totally different beast than a regular movie. I I, I think if you look at the third, uh, the the what do you call. All of the third act action sequences in the MCU, this is near the very bottom. Like I said, in the other MCU movies, you see a well, I don't lot. Know,
0: like a lot of the Iron Man third act stuff were not good either. No, you see, you <laughs> see a
1: lot of character interaction in a lot of the uh, third acts in the MCU. movies. No, but so you're ba- you're basically on the
0: really good MCU stuff. And we were we what agreed? It's not in the top ten at all. No, but I'm personally I'm agreeing with
1: because it's in the part of the same franchise. Yeah, of course you have to critique against the the the. the
0: well, no, no, no. no but, what I mean, like like I I, I think you're being. So to me, it's not like you're being too hard on it. No, I'm I'm complaining about it myself, but I'm not. I don't complain as much. No. that's the, the difference. Just,
1: what's the, what's are you the, being too hard on it? No, I I give I, I give it a beep. I I, I that's actually, what I mean.
0: Yeah. I, we we agree, but mm-hmm. the way the way we're explaining it is completely different. All right,
1: go ahead. What would you what's, what, what what issues do you have?
0: I already said what oh, what the gripes I have. Yeah, it's still an origin story. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, it's still an origin story. I know I know they said they wanted to do an origin story differently. Yeah. But it's still an origin story, and, and to me, is the reason why her character isn't as developed because mm-hmm. it's still an origin. Not only that, but she has a niche. As we, as we that's what I about. said. I know that's oh, what I mean. But once again, all right. it, it, that's only that's a complaint. But like you, I still gave it a solid B. Mm-hmm. I, I it, for me, it doesn't kill the movie. Yeah, you know, like like another reviewer would say the exact thing you say, and mm-hmm. for him, oh, it's a C minus. You know, it's like the, the context is there. Your complaints are there. But it doesn't mean the movie is bad. Nobody said it's bad. No, no, no. We're not saying it's yeah. bad in that okay. sense. I'm saying is that listen. That's the tr- other thing.
1: Is I don't care about other reviews. I, I just, I'm,
0: I'm as a comparison. I don't it's care about car- context. Context. Oh my god. Context. Oh
1: my god. Oh, yeah. You know, Go
0: ahead. So that, that's and you know I I I kind of like saw a lot of this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So you were saying some stuff they were also saying, and I'm like, stay, yeah, stay, but it's s- not the
1: best. Say say off the
0: internet. And you know. That. So so yeah. So her character, as much as I like Brie Larson in the role, I kind of wish. We get to see the Carol Danvers by the from the end of the movie because essentially it is an origin story. Plus, she has amnesia, so we don't really see Carol Danvers until the end, right? So for the the, the the whole time, Nick Fury was pretty much was pretty much the 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 anchor for you to keep watching what's going to happen. You're essentially looking at things through through Nick Fury's eyes. Like, okay, who's this woman? What, the, what? eyes.
1: Eyes, eyes, in eyes. you're
0: yeah. looking at it through his eyes, mm-hmm. like like that's the reason. If Nick Fury wasn't there, this movie wouldn't work. Because because mm. you if you if you if, if they're doing board identity and you're looking at it through through uh, only Jason Bourne's character, the movie like board identity was mostly through Jason Bourne's character. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have the luxury. The identity
1: was through the 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 girl that he picked up.
0: Well, no, I, but but she was the psychic though. Was she though? She was the psychic I know no. you're saying Nick Fury was the psychic here, mm-hmm. but I think he was the he was the audience surrogate. You're looking at the movie. Mm-hmm. As soon as they introduce Nick Fury, you're looking at the movie through his eyes, mm-hmm. right? And then you're figuring out who this Carol Danvers character is, you know, because she's clearly not a fully developed character until the end when mm-hmm. she knows who she is, you know, she's placed, yeah. she's the slayer. She finds she's the slayer, yeah. you know, like she has the whole scene with the montage sequence yeah. where her her past selves was mm-hmm. standing up because, you know, mm-hmm. you know all, all the guys tell her to stay down, but yeah. she's going to stand up. That's why right? I said,
1: uh, I think she's going to be a more interesting character moving forward. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, she has to.
0: She only has to because, like I said, she's not a fully developed character until the end. That's why by the end of the movie, I'm like, I want to see more about her. Right? I'm, more, I'm also yeah. curious to see how the Rooster Brothers uh, circumvent the f- the fact that essentially they have the Superman problem.
1: She's going to be too strong. And how are they going to make a good drama with being a... I'm actually curious to the fact that because they shot the... Endgames before this. So I don't know how the just I thought it was
0: I thought it was shot in parallel to each other.
1: I th- I think endgames. I mean, well, it depends on what the shooting schedule is. Right. So it's but they, weird. they
0: knew, but they knew weird. what was happening in Carol, in yeah, yeah. I'm
1: sure they have each other's uh, scripts and stuff like that. But it's weird. I don't know. I actually yeah. I, my original theory going into Endgame was like she's barely gonna be in it. I thought I thought she'd be coming at the end, but apparently I'm wrong. Because she, cause she cause right. that's that end credit scene. I, that's kind of com- I think that's pulled from the movie. Yeah, that's pulled from the movie, and yeah. that's at the beginning of the movie too. Because Captain America still has his beard and stuff like that. Yeah, from from uh, from Infinity War. So I don't it's know. It's very
0: reminiscent to uh, the Winter Soldier uh, tease to Civil War. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm really confused as what's going to happen in uh, Endgame. because so, it seems like now we're talking about something else. It seems like. The I remember I said there's gonna be like a time jump in no, the no, no, no. endgame game. Uh, I li- think
0: listeners listen to the Gigan fan cast. I'll the put the li- I'll put the link in the show notes because uh, that's what John makes referring yeah, but to. But he
1: said a bunch of stuff about Regis and uh, gave me that. But episode. apparently, this whole endgame might take over the course of years and stuff. Because look at that in that in that clip that they showed the post-crisis Captain America still has his beard, and then in a trailer that they released earlier this year, he's fully clean-shaven and stuff like that. So I don't know. Well, movie, I think
0: it follows the same rule. Everything you see is going to be twenty. Uh, the first twenty minutes of the movie. So Captain Marvel shows up in the first twenty. minutes And he of the movie.
1: shaves. The next scene, he. Actually I guess so. Is, he just I guess shaves. So. But 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 there's <laughs> a pretty lady here, man. I have to I have to shave. But, but
0: but not going too far from. Uh, yep. Once again, listen to the guitar fan cast. I'll put the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about. Sh- I think I think we, t- we think we talk over half an hour about Avengers Endgame. Sure. Our speculations on it. Mm-hmm. So listen to that, folks. Uh, but going back to Captain Marvel, I do like the fact no romantic interest yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I like the fact this is. This passes the Bechdel test, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, clearly, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess I think they kind of had to if it's gonna be a feminist movie. Yeah. It passes the Bechdel test. There's no romance. She doesn't talk to her best friend about a guy. You know, it's they're actually like yeah. they're it's yeah it, it's I, I was I'm pretty impressed because I was looking back at all the other MCU heroes we had. Each and every one of them has a romantic interest in in all their movies. Let me
1: see. Okay, I go ahead. So. Play I mean, play correct. play in your head. Let me see. Um, uh, Steven Strange, even Stephen Strange, Iron Man, obviously Thor did. Oh, that was a bad one. And then Captain America, obviously.
0: Yeah, I think this is the only one. Yeah, this, is, think, this is the only one. Surprisingly enough.
1: Unless you count her At- best friend. Unless you count our best friend, which, where she, they were, they were together <laughs> raising their their their, uh, their daughter. This, in is the this, in, 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 this is the reason why Missouri.
0: This is the reason why Ant Man. I kind of wish they saved the whole thing where like, oh, he gets together with 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 Kate from Lost. You know, they could have stayed
1: up for the next <laughs> movie. It came from love. But, but days, dr- wall, throughout wall. the
0: whole movie, yeah. it, it was kind of like a platonic thing. Yeah, somewhat romantic, but yeah. it's very platonic until the end. And they could have like...
1: Actually, I would have picked, I would have picked actually Iron Man and Pepper Potts. I thought they should have just kept them the separate batonic. the whole time. Yeah, because I like the whole back and forth between the, the boss and the and the and the secretary that's uh, that's executive is, it was still uh, the
0: era over and they weren't they weren't sure if this was gonna work and yeah. if they'll be able to tell more stories. That's so. one of
1: my that's one of my opinions. I think th- they should have been separate. I think her yeah. But but then at the same time I know they couldn't keep Tony Stark as a playboy I guess you know he couldn't be a woman right, right, that's right. not very that's not very progressive. Enough. Oh, yeah, no, speaking speaking
0: yeah. of progressive so so Early in the episode, I talked about Avengers 200 and how important it is to this movie, and how every reviewer should mention Avengers 200 mm-hmm. in a thing because it it pretty much forms every decision and what they did with this movie, mm-hmm. and why it's a very strong feminist point of view. Mm-hmm. Once again, we talk about the gaslighting thing, we talk about the mansplaining mm-hmm. thing, we talk about like a, a guy trying to trying to control her, mm-hmm. and it all stems to what happened in Avengers 200. And you remember mm-hmm. what how that was?
1: I didn't read it because I'm not that old, but
0: but you, you don't you don't know anything about I know it? where
1: it is. Yeah, it's basically oh you got.
0: Uh, in uh, before Avengers two hundred, like, think Avengers one ninety seven. This is back in the nineteen eighty. Okay, so old old comic mm-hmm. book. Um, Carol Denvers wakes up and finds out she's like nine months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like overnight, she's just mm-hmm. pregnant, right? And she has which n- I
1: believe is the plot of the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, yeah, go ahead. It's,
0: she has no idea how it happened. <laughs> she at that point on, she's like. Who did this to me? What Who's the yeah. dad? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't want this baby because yeah. it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Avengers are like, "Oh,
1: congratulations. You're pregnant." Yeah, but to be fair, the rest of the Avengers were mind control. With it? Well, no. no the- what?
0: The work <laughs> Actually, oh. I'm not sure if that's true anymore. I don't know. I actually. thought that, that that was the that was the response that they did, but I don't think that's true anymore. Mm-hmm. So essentially you got you got uh you got Carol Danvers mm-hmm. who, who who is pregnant mm-hmm. unwantedly. She's not the Virgin Mary. Some somehow she's pregnant. Yeah. Right. The rest of the Avengers were pretty much like characters hey, waiting yeah. for the baby to be born. Yeah, hey. right? But Miss Marvel, Karen Danvers is yeah. all saying like 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 why what are you guys doing? You need to figure out yeah. how this happened to me. I'm not happy this happened apparently, to me. Apparently
1: Avengers avenge everything except rape. Apparently. Right.
0: <laughs> so so the storyline here is yeah. apparently uh there's there's this space character yeah. uh, called Marcus who who
1: <laughs> Nothing says cosmic and you know abstract oh, not cosmic, like Marcus.
0: Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not only that, that it fires the Imagination like the Word Mark, but, not he's not, Mark.
0: but not only that but, he, but he's a time And space Oh is he? Okay. A character Because he lives In a dimension that, that has no time It's just that the time, is, time is not constant <laughs> and Time also, is just is Also right? no
1: morality <laughs> you know what Right
0: what So apparently He yeah. can't go to The regular dimension Which we live in yeah. Or the MCU lives in Or whatever <laughs> uh, Because when he does That it screws up time Oh okay So his master Master plan Is to To pluck it To pluck out Carol Danvers from her time stream, uh, woo her in in that timeline. Mm-hmm. No, for to 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 convince her mm-hmm. to to fall in love with him. Essentially, yeah. sure, he brainwashed her. Mm-hmm. Right, he 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 essentially did uh, uh, from like Jessica Jones.
1: Uh-huh. Essentially, like, yeah, this is just, you know, just a plot to Aladdin too and <laughs> yeah. The story force, goes but, like like yeah.
0: he pulls he pulls Shakespeare from from uh, from his timeline uh-huh. to write sonnets for oh, for okay. Carol Danvers. He pulled. Queen, whatever, to give her uh, essentially, it's a guy who is giving the girl all these gifts Mm -hmm. so that she can fall in love with him. Mm -hmm. Even though the fact that is he's already brainwashed her to fall in love with him anyway. Story of my life. So he impregnates her. Mm -hmm. He puts her back into the to the to the regular universe. Mm -hmm. She is pregnant, right, and then gives birth to him. Yeah, he essentially gives birth to himself.
1: Right, and also the controversial part is that she actually eventually goes along with it and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So,
0: so he explains why did he do all this? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he wanted to leave where he lives. Mm-hmm. Basically, he he wanted to run away. Yeah. Right. Um. But he was causing problems in the time stream anyway, and the machine that was supposed to fix that mm-hmm. was destroyed by Hawkeye. Cause yeah. you know, uh, so so he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. I did all this, and somehow Carol Danvers feels sorry for him. Yeah. And decides to go with yeah, him back has, to this dimension. She's a and woman. the Avengers are like,
1: bye-bye, yeah. Carol. Yeah. I hope you're happy. Did you actually read this in real time or did you uh read about it afterwards? No, no, I, no, I, 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 I saw
0: never. I saw a YouTube video years ago about like oh, okay. the most uh, this happened in comic books. Yeah. And kind of like thing, like controversial things that happened in comic yeah. books, and, and that was what, what popped up. I'm like, that happened, right? Good so time. um the story goes, all the writers involved in the comic strip re- comic book refuses to take credit for that storyline.
1: <laughs> Right. I, I actually Because of Captain Marvel Coming out I actually Using the Marvel Olympics I actually went back And I looked at the credits I think it's David Mich- 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 yeah, Michelle Yeah it's him David Michelle He was the th-
0: lead writer uh, But they're also saying That Jim Shooter my, the, Who's the editor-in-chief May have had a hand in it Because mm-hmm. I, think, I think He had he had the whole thing Where you have too many Avengers You gotta get rid of some of them mm-hmm. Right And then I guess This is how they figure out yeah. to Get rid of her
1: Because something like this Has to be an editorial thing too It can't just be David, David Michelle Yeah
0: how, who, who approves rape? Yeah Come on okay. Essentially she was raped Okay mm-hmm. Not only she was raped but, but the writers made her Be okay with it Yeah Makes her fall in love and With her, her rapist Our f-
1: her circle of friends Okay Yeah it's very she, bad stuff She
0: gives birth To the person She supposedly Falls in love with
1: Here's an unpopular opinion uh, Most of the comic books That, that takes place Like In t- t- 20, 30, Are trash They're trash Comic book yeah, well, writing Today are actually much better In a lot of ways Than the, the ones back then
0: Yeah No I agree I agree uh, But so So, uh, so essentially Um it once again plays on the whole gaslighting thing, the mm-hmm. misogyny thing, yep. the the uh, mansplaining thing, the yeah. the man or overpowering women, yeah. women being put in their place mm-hmm. kind of situation because once again, all the rest of the Avengers were just like waiting for the baby. Mm-hmm. They didn't care what what Carol Danvers think it was because
1: you know she's just yeah. a person that gives birth. And going back to what you were mentioned uh, before Carol Danvers before this, this is before that she was Miss marvel, right? Just yeah, she was yeah. Famous. So it's like this character has this crazy up and down history and stuff like that. You know what I mean? At the high point is she's named after Miss Marvel for the Feminist Magazine. The de- low point is this rape thing, and then with all of this is the new Captain Marvel that was written a few years ago by Kelly. What's her name? Susan? No. I forgot it, but she's the one who 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 re- relaunched her with the new costume, right, and The bomber right. jacket. She's the one that really took all this messy history and then tried to fix it. Yeah, mix fix fix it, and then this is the Captain Marvel that you can see today in, yeah. the, in the movie itself.
0: Yeah, yeah from what I understand, the, the 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 creators for the movie are aware about this backstory. Yeah, and the movie is supposed to redeem her, and in a way, yeah. the movie does that. Jude Law essentially represents. That horrible time yeah, of period in the exactly, time, yeah. you know, so so her standing up for herself mm-hmm. against what he did, you know, kidnapping her, taking her away for six years, uh, using her as, as a pawn and a weapon is exactly a response yeah. to the whole market story.
1: Cynical people will, will say, "Oh, why did they pick uh, Captain Marvel as the first female led superhero, and wh- and why did they Marvel Comics actually kind of?" They, they the cynical people will say, "Oh, Captain uh, Marvel has been engineering this character." To be this movie character, you know what I mean? Because with the relaunches, the rebrand, but the the reason for it is because of this this long story history and stuff like that. Yeah. This, she is a, a, a she is like a microcosm of all the shitty things that f- uh, female characters have endured over the years. Right. You know what I mean? And that's this whole and Marvel and the Marvel Studio has been on this thing about rehabilitating that character. You know what I mean? It's, it's a microcosm of of, this, of of shit that people uh, yeah. female characters have endured. Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. and and, and- to, to conclude it, apparently, because this happened in the Avengers comic book, okay? Mm-hmm. Chris Claremont was writing the Ms. Marvel comic books. He oh. finds out this happened uh-huh. and he's like, what the hell? Uh-huh. What the hell did you guys do to, my, to the character that I've been writing all this time? Yeah. So he brings it over back to the, to, to you have to redeem this, let me redeem this mm-hmm. because you guys screwed up, right? It. So what happened was that she escaped Marcus, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then um they, they bring her back to, the Avengers go, go to like pick her up and mm-hmm. she blames them you let this happen you allowed this to happen you didn't do anything about it yeah. my mistake is trusting you guys yeah well, so, that's the reason why she left Avengers and ended up as binary eventually whatnot what, what mm-hmm. so did, so yeah so did, the, the movie is a reaction to that so when people go like oh they're forcing feminism to to cut the Marvel no Captain Marvel has always been a
1: feminist character yeah. and uh, did they recount this whole thing out of history though do you know
0: I'm not sure if it's completely retcon. I, I think I think they try not to refer refer, refer to it yeah. happening ever again.
1: Because technically, she's 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 a mother, I guess, right now. But I know they retcon certain things in the in the recent because uh, they re they the they, Marvel Nows thing. Yeah, no, there was a, a, a Marvel miniseries recently, The Life of Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Just like I think last year, they they did a retcon of her history. One of the things that they retcon from from uh, in that series is the whole Marvel. Uh, accident giving her her powers okay apparently in the retcon that accident triggered something that was already in, in her, her. Or in her so she is supposed to be like half Cree and stuff like that so that's like a recent retcon of okay her, so.
0: which is different than what the movie did because Marvel Mar- did not give her right. any powers she got her powers from the light speed engine that mm-hmm. that, that Marvel was working on right plus that and and uh uh yon rog's blood right as a kree thing mm-hmm. mixed together Gives us Captain Marvel yeah. The way it is mm-hmm. right now But it's, In the retcon Did they mention Why she left the Avengers I haven't
1: read it To be honest so Oh sorry. okay I I, I'm lucky, I actually I go Because that
0: was the reason Why originally Why she yeah. left the Avengers Because I, yeah. the Avengers Failed her
1: Yeah I don't know If they recon The rape out of it I'm assuming they did it You know <laughs> It's a smart move but Yeah But it's uh, Yeah she's got an Interesting history And stuff
0: Yeah Ooh. it's a very troubled and that's the reason why I say even though the story in Captain Marvel the movie is relatively straightforward relatively simple there is an underlying team yeah. that's actually pretty heavy for an MCU movie other MCU movies have broad teams and and like you know they're interesting teams but I think the, in terms of like an actual like heavy team this is it
1: yeah gaslighting uh, the dam between men and women, the toxic uh, relations between the t- between uh, men and women uh, from the men's side. It's yeah, it's it's interesting stuff. Yeah,
0: and not only like that, but the writers made it so nuanced. Nobody's talking about yeah. it. It's, it bugs my mind that nobody's talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. This is the reason why this movie exists was because of the team and nobody's talking about well, it. Well,
1: I think women are talking about
0: it. I, I, are I'm, you sure about that? Because yeah. I've seen movie uh, women reviewers who are not talking Don't about it. Don't
1: go on YouTube. It. You have to go on podcasts and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, The podcast, you're right. I have heard some podcasts yeah. talking about it and they have mentioned it. You but could, none of them have mentioned specifically uh, the origin of it, the the Avengers 200. Not, I haven't heard a single podcast mention Avengers 200. They do mention the gaslighting, they do mention the plating mm-hmm. but they don't they don't they don't mention the Avengers
1: 200. Uh, well, yeah, they don't have to mention. I mean, some not all of them are comic readers and stuff like that. Oh, true, true. Uh, true. But uh, what you uh, Empire Broadcast podcast has a has a nice has has two female reviewers talking about it, and then like it's some Twitter stuff. I've mentioned it and stuff like that. I would say here's my advice: stay off of YouTube. <laughs> YouTube is a toxic place.
0: Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I know,
1: it's a good movie, but I, I, I think it's a good movie. I, I, I'm, it's one of those, actually uh, I'm going to try and rewatch. Hopefully, it, it gets better. And like I said at the beginning, it's, I think it's a middle of the road kind of a movie overall. No, I though.
0: agree. I agree. I, we both give it a solid B. Mm-hmm. You know, which is enough. I guess once again, I'm, I'm breaking my own rule by comparing it. Wonder Woman, I also gave it a solid B. Oh, so I think, wow, well,
1: I think one Woman was a B plus. Uh, the other thing I want to mention was uh, uh, just another critique of it. So yeah, go, you're going to say it's because they're coming from indie films. There, it there's not a, a special effects. There's not a, a sequence, a signature sequence in this movie. That's the other thing I, I thought was kind of missing. Even the worst MCU movie, uh, Iron Man two, has that incredible briefcase Iron Man suit coming out of it and stuff like that. right. To right, me, right. there isn't anything like that. I uh, mean the,
0: the closest thing that I could I could think of is the part where she, her hand, where her arms were shackled. Yeah. That was a pretty cool scene. I think that's the best scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they kind of want the scene where where she has the flashback and the, the, the her younger selves are standing up to be iconic. Mm-hmm. Buffy already that's did pretty, that. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, for me Buffy already did that. So Did, it,
1: did they do that where they inter, inter- uh, edit between three timelines of her getting up and stuff?
0: No, 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 but Buffy did a montage sequence of women Rising up, kind of oh, thing. Okay. They were, they oh, different really women.
1: Did. Oh, different women. Different women. Oh,
0: okay. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it from for people who haven't seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like years because ago. everybody needs to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I'm not going to spoil what that why scene why was. Why so soon? Okay, go ahead. Uh, but but the point is, is that uh, I think they want her when she gets her powers to be an iconic scene, mm-hmm. but it kind of gets ruined by the No Doubt song. So let's talk about that. So it's No Doubt ha- had the the just a girl yeah, song can, playing, yeah. and I know we were we talked about like, oh maybe they should play the You Are the No thing, but mm-hmm. now I think about it. You have to know it's talking about a guy who, yeah, you know, and I'm yeah. like, well, clearly they're not doing that. So,
1: but it's also a toxic. It's just it's a bad relationship. Between yeah, a guy but and I mean, if they're, but they're st- not lovers, so I understand. yeah, if you are gonna stick
0: with the whole like, there's no romance at all in this movie. They can't use that song.
1: But my whole thing is jagged little pill. They need they there's need a they, of they need to choose something. They need they to choose, choose something from that album. And it's put an in the iconic movie. album. Yeah, it's obviously from a female yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and as far as just the music cues, I thought, yeah, uh, uh, it was too uh, uh, on, the, on the nose.
0: Uh, over yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was too obvious. was too weak.
1: Yeah, it was like like
0: yeah, yeah. It kind of hits you over the head, yeah. right? So it's and, like it's a little much.
1: Yeah, and I like some of the musical cues, but my other my overall criticism of the musical cues is because this movie borrows so much from Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't help but think of the music choices in Guardians of the Galaxy versus this one, and it's just kind of, it's just kind of lacking. Yeah, it's and, it's
0: very um. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: And the way that James Gunn uses the music, it's uh, I forgot what the term is called, but uh, the music that's played in the movie is also it, the. The music that's in, that you hear as the audience is also being played in the movie. It's a term for that. I forgot what it's called. But the way he uses that in Guardian of the Galaxy is so distinct and so part of the MCU for me. Yeah. I can't hear pop songs in the MCU and not associate it with Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah, for you know Guardians,
0: I mean? they had a reason for certain songs playing where they are. They actually... Mm-hmm tie in with what's happening on screen. Yeah. You know, the, which is something that happens in modern musicals. Uh, for Captain Marvel, it just seemed like they just tossed them in there.
1: Yeah, I understand it's probably a reference to like 90s kind of movie filmmaking and stuff, but it's just, like I said, because the way James Gunn used it in Journey Galaxy, it's Galaxy. Honestly,
0: a, hmm? honestly, I think it's just simply they just chose some 90s music mm-hmm. and just tossed it in the movie. Yeah. Except it's, for the it, except for the No Doubt song, which they clearly thought, yeah, high five, man. Yeah. We chose actually, the right song for this movie. Actually, scene.
1: in the Empire Pro... Uh, podcast. They 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 interviewed directors, and they, it is kind of like that. They even mentioned that yeah, it is kind of wink wink. It's kind of at the audience. Yeah. They went through a, f- a bunch of different ones, but this is the one they settled on. And the other thing I want to mention was yeah, the way James, remember in the yandu, yandu scene, the music actually is in rhythm and in beat of the arrow going through the 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 ship, right? With the yandu right. action sequence in Guardians Galaxy, it's just like it's just the way he uses pop music in his movies just as a, such a high bar, you know what I mean? And this one, like I said, some of the cues are fine. I love you know chasing waterfall I love TLC you know, yeah but uh, there was no reason yeah, yeah. it was
0: literally just a song playing on the radio yeah exactly. that, that, that was the extent of all the songs you used in the movie where there were just songs playing in the radio or they came out they just came out in the 90s you know kind of thing. there was no real reason for them you know yeah it's, it's like I mean waterfall is about like looking for sex yeah I mean how does that work in this movie don't go chasing it though
1: <laughs> okay, <I swear. laughs> and also to be another thing is the orchestral music the the score is actually pretty it's pretty good I liked oh did you
0: hear that you meant uh, first female uh, composer mm-hmm. To make the most money uh, Out of all female composers right now oh,
1: Because I cut the Marvel Because uh, get that Marvel money get, get paid, son Good job
0: No, no, no. What I mean is like mm-hmm. in, in terms of box, uh, the, the movie That made the money Oh, most I thought
1: Sherry getting paid Oh, that's too bad Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm sure she could pay Whatever she got paid yeah, But funny sure. is that She now has the distinction Of being the 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 one female composer Who got
1: well, the highest I, box I think it, every female Associated with movie will have that distinction. You know well, I
0: mean? now they they have to beat her now to get that award. To get that yeah, but the,
1: the the director is probably going to be the highest grossing female uh uh movie to be. Uh, will that be true be though? Movie. Yeah, I think it will be. Okay, because the true. previous one would probably be.
0: I'm trying to think. I i I, I'm not, I, I forgive me, but I don't. I don't we'll, know. We'll what really successful female directors made? A
1: League of Your Own. League of Her. Did own? They did
0: make that much. They didn't make more money than Marvel at this point.
1: It must have made more than uh, Hurt Locker or Zero Dark Thirty. Well, Hurt Locker didn't make much money at all. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it has to be those.
0: Mm. Uh, and, no, no, no. I made the ones. Huh? Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. Oh,
1: by, there directed you directed go. By a
0: female. And that, that dummy that, that banked in it.
1: But it's going to beat that, though. It's going to beat that. Mm, probably. probably, probably. Like, It's going to make a billion dollars. No, I know. Probably, Kung probably, Panda. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean,
0: it's, it's like 433 right now worldwide, so.
1: I'm just saying every woman that's associated with this movie will have that kind of distinction. And stuff. But anyway, good job. Yeah, so that's another critique I have of uh, the musical cues. I do not like it very much. Okay,
0: well, what else you got? We uh. we already said that there were there weren't that very, there weren't as many memorable scenes as we hoped there would be. Yeah. So there's that. You know, the, hence why. But we still liked it. We liked the, the MC humor that it, that it contains. You know, we like some individual scenes and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I can see why people are saying that it's medi- well. The thing is, though, people are saying oh, it's mediocre. I think mediocre it's is a, mediocre hard, that, it's yep. a harder term. Mm-hmm. It's a harsher term to put on mm-hmm. a movie because it mm-hmm. makes it sound like. Is just okay. Yeah. You know, I think it's more than just okay. It's a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I always think it's mediocre. Some people call it kind of listless, kind of slow. I, I get that, but those are kind of observations and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, i am actually, with these MCU movies, what's weird is, I'm, Actually, I am more interested in the themes and the messages and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, because like other superhero movies, they're not doing that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know what? I just kind of rewatched Aquaman. Some of those action scenes are, are amazing and stuff like that. Right. There's, that scene where the wave crashes in and, and Aquaman goes through the wave to rescue his dad and stuff like that. It's incredible at the beginning of the movie. What but is the, essentially the theme re- of Aquaman, though? I have no idea. That's the thing. Right? I no it's, it's just I, like,
0: yeah. like don't be don't don't don't, don't uh, be prejudiced to people who hurt one of you. It's good to
1: be king. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Father Oh, a hot chick around. Like,
0: what's that's the real kinda, thematic message of of, uh, of Justice League? That's what, <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying. But the thing is, uh, and I know, like I said, I'm actually more interested in the characters now. I can't I can't tell you anything, any character or any emotional weight to Aquaman and stuff like that. But this one has at least a message, a uh, interesting message and stuff like that. Some story stuff, like I said, is kind of lacking. Some sort of stuff is A+, but it's a good movie. I think we'll... Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well, Captain Marvel will have the distinction of, of being the longest episode of the Stuff in Junk show. Holy cow. So, so that. there's that. There's Holy that. Holy mackerel. Okay. All right. So we, we, th- we talked enough. This is a lot. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 226 of the Stuff in Junk show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works When